Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Heroes of Noise. I am one half of this dynamic tool. My name is Steve. Hi, my name is Dan, and welcome. It gives me great pleasure to welcome you, the listener, to episode 204. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Steven, how are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you, man? How are you, man? I'm doing well, man. You know what I mean, man? Doing freaking well. You know what I mean? You sound great, Mr. Skinny Dan. Skinny Dan sounding great. <laughs> Skinny Steve, though. I mean, did you even eat while you were studying? Dude, no. And you know, the funny part is, the thing that helped me out was knowing that uh, people like yourself have gone through it before. So I'm like, you know, Dan did it. So I don't think I did that, bro. I mean, you did something like it. You took Kim. I got to take Kim. I know you made it through that with, with you know, you're alive right now. So Want to know a secret? What's that? It's not really a secret. Never took Kim. Didn't have to take Kim for my my uh, line of work. Maybe it's different now, Dude. but back then it was like, do you have two legs? You breathing? Dude, Come on in. Considering what you do, you should have had to take <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> I had to take, let's see, what did I take? I took like uh, bio, I took physiology, I took uh, electricity. That's hard, dude. Electricity ain't no joke. I took a little bit of physics. See? How did you but do that's in it, physics? though. But no chemistry. How'd you do in phys? I did okay. I, it's all about rote memorization. You know what I mean? And then I just study really hard the night before, memorize everything I can, like a, much like an actor would. But you're and a then smart I just, dude, uh, Then I just perform on the test, and then I forget all about it again. You're no one like knows. A, you're, you're, a real, you're a real smart cat, though. See, That's what people don't understand. You're very, very, very smart. I do okay. But you, sir, seriously, like you studied so much over the last... What is it? Okay, first of all, Steve, the last show we did that was an actual Heroes of Noise show was on February 20th. So that's Dude, how long it's been, putting it, things into perspective. It's it's so funny because I, I I knew in the middle, I think I told you, in the middle I knew, um, oh, I'm never doing this again. I'm never going to do this load ever, ever, ever again because I like life. Yeah. I'm like, I, I love life, and so I'm never going to do that again. But it was good to know what your limits are. Everyone should know what their limit is. They're like, okay, where are you not happy at? And the whole, as much as I loved the people I met and my professor, I wasn't happy. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that again. And it burned my, my, my brain away. And, um, Did it grind your gears? It grinded my gears. <laughs> what and, really uh, grinds my gears? Studying you know, too much. And I couldn't watch it. Like air came out. I didn't even know air came out. And now uh, it's a sad thing. I hasn't even watched it because it's one of those things like Titanic. I know what happens. They make a million, billions of dollars. Why would I? Want yeah. I should watch it still though. And then but people I, oversell the shoes. Okay. Damn I was what? having a, a conversation about Air Jordans just oh, the other day. Oh, thank you, because I wanted to bring that up right now. Go. Tell me oh, what no, you Oh, no. I mean, I, I'm just saying, I was talking with a, a mutual friend of ours by the name of Young Douglas. You know Doug? <laughs> you know Doug. You know Young Doug. Feel me? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Doug. I feel you. I felt you back then too, buddy. I felt yeah. you since we started this damn conversation. Remember, you feel me? I, I remember the, the the interaction we had back in the day. Yeah, that's funny, man. But you know what? Uh, he he's back. He came back. He's working with us again. I thought he was a surgical tech. Well, that's the thing. See, so he came back and he was working with us for about seventeen minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and then he took another job. 
I want to congratulate. Him. He's not listening. Maybe he will. Maybe he'll listen to this one because we yeah. were talking about recording. But uh, young Douglas is going off to be a surgical tech uh, through our workplace in another city. He was going to San Jose. Congratulations, dude. And his lady just got her do- her uh, doctorate. Dude, I told him, I'm like, man, you, because I met her. He brought her in to meet me. And the thing he said was like, remember that conversation that I told you about back in the day? This is the guy. I'm like, dang, gone, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's like, oh. But I said, I was, I told him, I was like, you're punching up, bro. You punched way up. Well done, Doug. Well yeah. freaking done. Well done, Doug. So if you Douglas, know, man, you pu- young, you dangerous up. Doug. You pumped, you punched above your weight class too, Jay. What's the point of punching down? You know what I mean? That's true. What's the point? Because, <laughs> of course, you're super tall, and that's the only choice you have. You know? Um, oh, but Jordans. What, what did Douglas say about Jordans? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so Jordans. Yeah, see, the same old show. We're still all over the fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, no, we were just talking about, like, I didn't realize that there are, like, if you go on the Nike site, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can find, like, the Jordan retros. Yes. Okay, those apparently are fake as fuck. I'm okay with that. In the sneaker community, the sneakerhead yes. community, those are fake. Yes. Those run about 140 bills, okay? Yes. Which is like my Hoka's. They're like 160. Like my my Hoka's are more expensive than these. these those shoes. are nice Hoka's, by the way. Oh, bro. I, I'm all Hoka'd out now. I should just show you the list of Hoka's. The, all, all the Hoka's that I have now. I'm like the fucking Imelda Marcos of Dude, Hoka. our workplace is Hoka'd out. I don't know. It's I, Hoka I think you started City up in that mug. There. Yeah, it's no, ridiculous. No, no, no. I think I just happened to accidentally jump on the bandwagon. I mean, dude. What, That's I, all. I mean, I thought it was New Balance over there. No, not anymore. No, it's all Hoka, man. Yeah. By the way, uh, here's the noise. It's brought to you by Hoka.com. Is it Hoka? H-O-K-A. It's not Hoka? No, it's Hoka. It's Hoka, okay. Yeah. A Hoka is when you stick your tongue out and go, ah, I really saying? wanted to do, I wanted to learn how to do that so bad, but I, I understand that's total appropriation. So I'm not I would it. say if you did that, Steve, that might, there might be an issue. I think anyone that does that, that doesn't have the proper link. I do not. Uh, I don't think you should do that, no. I do not. Oh, anyway. So anyway, yeah, yeah the Jordans. I mean, hold on. Yes. So, so he showed me this site. And he was showing me, uh, maybe you know, because I'm not a sneakerhead. And I, I, I took a lot of it in. I smile and nodded at a lot of this stuff, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, Doug, in between the you feel me's, yeah, he was cool. telling me about the, uh, I guess there's a there's 12 different types of, uh, I guess they're retro Jordans, but they're like the good ones. And people are spending like upwards to like three, four hundred dollars for these Jeez. pairs of shoes. Uh, 12 shoes, I believe, 12 to 13 pairs of shoes that he wore, like he actually wore. So those are the popular ones. Does this make any sense to you whatsoever? Absolutely. Yeah. So what are those? Do you know what they're called? I think the, you're talking about the Jordan ones. Jordan, I believe they're that the is. Ones. That's yeah. the one everyone wants. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. And the thing is, I was telling uh, Maj, I was like, hey, where can I find Jordan ones? And he showed me the site and they were like, you know, $900, $800. That's wild. Bro. And then I got on Nike and I was like, Maj, here they are right here. They're like a hundred and something dollars. He's like, oh no, those aren't. The real ones. I was like, I didn't ask for that. He's like, listen, dad, I didn't know you were a herb. <laughs> and I am, because those are the ones I'm getting. I don't, I'm not in that. I don't care, bro. I'm not even tripping. And I don't want them looking, because if you buy original ones, they're all used like a mug. Not your boy, bro. I'm not going to put on someone else's shoe. shoe. That's just not going to happen. You don't want to get double feet? <laughs> Hell no. Athletes' feet? No. <laughs> athletes' feet? Considering they came out in like the 80s, that means they're that old, bro. You got some old man's athletes' feet. No, dude. Oh, wait. No, it'd probably be our age, actually. I am going to get, but I am going to get some Jordans, though, just to wear like jeans and stuff. See, the thing with me is I'm, I'm realizing now that Nike, uh, even Jordan, 
for that matter. It's really just about style. Yes. It's not about comfort, Steve. Not in, not even in the, not in the least. But you don't need, you have the hocus for comfort. You need Word. something But for see, lo- here's the thing. Like, I, I'm trying to tell you, like, back in the day when I started walking a bunch and trying to, you know, shed the weight, I ruined two toenails. We talked about this before. The term black, so yeah. I decided that I will never wear Nike again. Oh. Damn. It's not like a boycott thing. Good for them. They make some nice shoes. I just don't think that it's uh, it's good for me to do that, man. Have you tried their walking shoes? Yeah. Oh, they didn't work for you either. Okay. No, they're too narrow. I don't have super oh, wide feet, but I yeah. think I don't know, man. I just maybe I just had the wrong size shoe because this is the this is the shit you came for, right? You've been waiting three months to hear my fucking shoe Hell size yeah, stories. They have. <laughs> Hell, Hell yeah, yeah man! We've have. been saving up all the good stuff just for you. <laughs> We're so old. <laughs> Well, after I put my orthopedic <laughs> inserts in, Steve. <laughs> We're so old. <laughs> I enjoy a nice glass of fiber before I go walking. So, uh, what is that, Metamucil? Yeah, a little Metamucil, but uh, <laughs> that's expensive, so I do the generic stuff. Steve. Never. I, Never I, do the generic stuff? Dude, no. I always, I always make sure. I, I've left a store because of what didn't it. It had, like, wall mucil. I'm like, what I look like? It's the same shit. Bro. No, dude. I don't care if it's. Oh, it's it's just. Uh, what is it called? Um, what is that stuff called? That it's made of. Uh, oh, that stuff. It's, it starts with a P. P. S. Oh, come on. P. S. I love you. What? I don't know. What are you oh, talking that, about? That's actually the functional ingredient, meta, Metamucil. That P. S. It starts like P. S. Yes. Uh, Metamucil. Psilocybin. There. No. No. Close. <laughs> Mucil. I'd be taking more Metamucil if that was the case. It's the main ingredient. Uh, yeah, no one cares. Oh, we've got a lot to husk. talk about. Psyllium husk. Psyllium husk. Yes, that's what, you can just buy that if you want. But I'm such I'm like no, I want my orange flavored Metamucil. So is there a, like an actual psyllium that you go to, and then you go like, look, here's the psyllium, but I'm not interested in that. I just want the oh, husk. The husk. That's a, such a good question. You know what I mean? Like a corn husk. <laughs> that is such is a its good own question. thing, right? What is psyllium? Well, psyllium husk. I don't know. I have not even thought of that. You know what? See, this is why we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Get you guys <laughs> thinking you? about this kind of shit. What I know. Thinking about that weird stuff. I've man. been saving up three months for this, Steve. And I'm drinking it like a herb. Not even wondering what the hell a psyllium is. You know what happened with me? What's that? Is uh, I had I was taking a lot of melatonin, right? Oh, nice. Now I have no proof of this, but 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 here's the thing: is like it's either a really good coincidence, or I may have come upon something that I didn't expect. Basically, I was taking 12 milligrams a night of melatonin, so you're gonna build tolerance up to it. You know what I mean? Yes. So you have to take more, which I did not do, but I also had taken a muscle relaxer a couple of nights too. Little, you know me, you know me and my back. Yes, you do have back spasms, and then. I uh, got blocked up for like a week and a half. I wonder why. Well, I've heard that melatonin can do it, but I think it was probably the muscle relaxers. But let me tell you what, G. Ain't nothing like a little relief when you get, when you finally get that all worked out. You know, I'm going I'm to share with you folks here because this is the kind of shit I've been doing. I've been watching movies. I've been watching television. You know what I've been doing? I, I, I tried a fleet cinema, Steve. <laughs> you tried a what? A fleet cinema. What yeah. is that? A fleet's enema, man. I I, uh, I poked myself, squeezed a bottle of something up there, little soap suds. No, you didn't. Yeah, did a little twerking, shook no, it around a little you bit. Did not. Next man. thing you know, guess who's all loose and ready to rock? You had your booty in the air in your. No, bathroom. to be fair, I was lying on my left side. 
Oh, you did it like oh, like you did the professional way. Correct. Oh. See, they did say uh, on the box that you could, in fact, basically get on all fours. I'm like, nah, son. That's how they get you. <laughs> Damn set on his side. <laughs> you, you didn't just want to wait for it to come out eventually. It would have come out of you. You wouldn't have busted an Elvis. Dude, a week and a half is not comfortable. Gee, you didn't you didn't not drop a deuce for a week and a half. Okay, it would be like this. And I'm gonna be a little bit gross yes. about it, but it would be like <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's all you get. <laughs> That's it, man. All that work. You're going to give yourself hemorrhoids oh doing shit God, like that. Dude, if for a week and a half, that's a lot, G. That's, dude. I was like howling at the moon. Oh, you poor soul. You didn't yeah, try to drink bad. some milk or something? Nah, well, I did try to have a little cheese, you know, Yeah. but guess helps. what it was. Okay. It was also the fleets, of course, but you know what else helped me? What? Because the night before I went really old man style. What? What do you think I did? Old man style? Yeah. Like, like an old person. What's an old person do when they got to start shitting? Uh, it's like the oldest recommendation in the book. I th- Oh, pr- uh, not prune juice. Yeah. Yes, did you sorry. do prune juice? I don't even think that works. I ha- no, I, I I ate actual prunes, my man. Oh Jesus! Not bad, I have to say. I, I was I was really worried that the prunes were going to be horrible. Oh, They're not bad, dude. Let me tell you why. Because you have you've crossed over now. You've it's crossed the old over. Man. Yes, like you're. I enjoy you're, a prune. Hey, yep. Every now and again, you have crossed over. Now you're going to start wearing old man cologne too. <laughs> That's a. Sh- Has anyone seen my Jovan Musk? <laughs> My Where's high, my Ralph Lauren polo with the green bottle? <laughs> Has anyone seen my curve? Oh, my God. That's not old. No, curve's not old. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and put it out there, my man. Curve is still the shit. Curve was. I'm telling you, it still is. If I walked by, you're like, okay, are you secure enough to wear, like, if your boy walked by, oh, you know, no, a nice I'm cologne on, you'd be like, dude, what you wearing? Except right? for one person at our work site. That's the only person I wouldn't ask. Uh, the, the one I already uh-huh. know. Yeah, yeah. You don't do that with. That other guy. than that, every other dude, the other every other dude will be like, "Oh yeah, I wear this, no doubt." I'm like, "Oh thanks." Yeah, this guy's like, "What are you trying to do? Suck yeah, my dick?" Exactly. <laughs> really, it was pretty bad. But By it, the way, we're we're every, we're in a much better place now. Oh good. Yeah, yeah. We're in a much better place now. Keep an eye though. Keep an eye. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep an you eye. You always on you never know. Um, you never know. But you if you know. walk by me with curve G. I legit, you might as well walk by me with cool water because now I'm like, oh, we're back in uh, freaking do- doggy style Snoop Dogg. I put high karate next to curve. No, it would be more like, uh, let's see, what was CK it? Like Jupe? Wasn't there one called like Jupe? Yeah, Jupe, CK1, all of those are in that Dracar, same. Noir. Yeah, you can't do curve. You could not pull off curve, dude. You know what I think? I bet oh. you I could. Oh, you could not. Not I with bet you people I, I our bet age? You, no way. I bet you that I could like throw on some curve, right? Yes. Walk into, I don't know, my place of business even. There's a lot of female there. And not that I'm saying that uh, I'm trying to impress you. No, no, no. 40 and over. I think that even the youngsters would be like, that guy smells sensational. They will because they have no, no, like, reference, frame of reference. Yeah. Everyone older than them remembers it. And you would just be like, wow, that dude is wearing some old cologne. It's like smelling Apocalypse Now. Yes, smelling. Yes, yes, dude. (laughs) You can't get away with that it. That smells like the Godfather trilogy. <laughs> you cannot get away with it. 
I think I could. Not in fact, I think I'm going to try because all you got to do is go to like, say, TJ Maxx. They don't have you know, those curve. places. They do not have curve. They got walls of curve for like nine not, bucks. Not a chance, bro. I swear to God, they do. Matter of fact, they had it at Christmas. Hold on. You know what? I'm going to look up where you buy curve. I'm telling you right now. You could go to like a CVS. No. Behind the cash register. Mm, oh, my God. I'm telling you, you can go to Target. You could buy curve and Amazon. Yeah, you can buy everything. I don't. You know, Amazon loves me, man. I got oh a little my bit of God. a problem. Curve has a perfect score on Amazon because it smells good. It G. does not. It smells fine. You know what it is? What? Here's the thing. I, and I truly believe this. I think that certain fragrances smell eh on some people and then smell incredible on others. I feel that I benefit from the smell of Curve, <laughs> dude. I think you haven't smelled curve for a while. You have to refresh your go and spray it on your wrist and you'll be like, oh, it's fine. Okay, what's a good cologne to you? I'm not saying that's like the cologne I would go and buy. You know what I'm saying? I like, <laughs> I'm just saying I think I would smell good in it. But what is your like your go to? I would cologne? say either Sauvage, you say Laurent, stuff like that. Saint Laurent. Laurent. Those are the those are the go-tos, man. I got one I've been rocking for a good three months now. Hit me with it. I don't know what it's called. Hold on. I'll go get it real quick. It's right here. All right. Let me see. Keep talking, man. How you guys doing? About to get some fragrance talk up in this piece. You know what I'm saying? Talk about CK1. You know what I'm saying? Jupe up in this mug. Cool water. Michael Jordan cologne. You know what I'm saying? I used to to rock Michael Jordan cologne when I lived in Atlanta. Smelling like a herb. (laughs) I'm back. You call me a herb or are you talking about you being a herb? I'm talking about stuff I used to wear. What'd you wear? Michael Jordan cologne. Oh, yeah. You were smelling like a herb. All right. This is a... (laughs) This is Coach. Oh, that's Coach good. New York, baby. Oh no, you're yeah, you're you're doing it. You're oh, wearing that at our job. I didn't ask you if I was doing it, bro. I know I'm doing it. I'm just saying you're doing. It. I'm giving you. the I'm coaching. smelling good wherever I go, Steve. Gee, I wouldn't wear that at the. Job. I wear that shit to save Mark. There we go. You know what I'm saying? Why don't Why don't you wear it at work? Because it's a waste for Coach. Fair enough. <laughs> it's just like that's a big fair. waste. Yeah. How do you apply your cologne, by the way? I apply one to each uh, under jaw and then one spray to my shirt. You don't do the thing that uh, some people, I've seen people do this. I thought it was a joke. You spray it. And walk through it. And then walk through it. No, dude. No. (laughs) And they can never just walk through it like normal. They have Uh -uh. to like throw their head back and walk through as if they're getting struck by some kind of breeze or something. Doing a freaking new edition dance through the (laughs) 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 on Mist. <laughs> squirt, squirt, Mr. Telephone Man. <laughs> yeah, I do that from time to time. No, I don't. I don't do that. Man. But no, nah. it's you know what I do, legit. and I think I might be doing it wrong. Someone once told me that I might be damaging the molecules. Oh snap! Because what I do is not good for the steering wheel. Is I spray it on my hand, do a little. Oh no! No, you know no, what I'm saying? No, and then, no, no. Uh. Uh-uh. You know no, what I'm saying? Dude, no. Why? No. Dude. Why? What do you do? That's what you do for aftershave. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, Steve. Because aftershave just smells good, too. I'm assuming you wash your hands, right? No. I take a shit, Steve, exactly. and then I, I don't even use toilet paper, you, and then I spray. Now, imagine you wash your hands. You love the smell of your cologne. You put it into your hands. Now, the smell of that soap is in the – now, it's in the mix. Okay. You, you don't want that. You want nothing but the smell from the bottle to your skin. I personally think that if you go, if you spray directly, it's too much. It, but the thing is, it evaporates mighty quick. I don't really know, man. Fast. Not all colognes. 
Well, if someone sprays up grip, you don't spray a grip, and especially on your the 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 season we're in right now. By the time you get to work, a lot of it's gone. You're gonna smell like sweat anyway. <laughs> exactly, dude. So spray it on your skin. Put some on your scrubs, and then because also it's I don't care what anybody's. They're like, oh, you know, a lot of patients don't. I've never heard a patient be like, ooh, you're you're giving me, uh, you know, oh my gosh, it's too much. No. Patience oh, dude, like, it happens. It happens. Really? I used to work with this chick and she wore something. Uh, ladies, maybe you know what I'm talking about. It was called Angel. Never heard of it. Oh, my God. It is. It is the devil in a bottle. Like, I think it might smell. It might smell good. But she put on so much of it that we couldn't breathe when she walked by. She would get complaints all the time. So, yeah, if you wear too much, of course, this could be a problem. Well, I think. Like you, you have sense. You're not, if anything, I would, I would imagine that you wear too little because you're going to be way conscious about how much yeah, you put on. Yeah, I have to be conservative about yes. it. Do now, do, and does anybody like your, your assistants, do they wear perfumes or colognes? I don't know. I don't really, we like walking by smelling them and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're in your vicinity though. But I walked in one time and they're like, oh, someone smells good. So maybe Ooh, I wear too much. Do. do you ever grow out the um, the salt and pepper beard anymore? Oh, you know, I did it again. Just recently. I just shaved it off like uh, four days ago. That's your look, dude. I'm going to let you know. That is your look. Listen, son, here's the problem with it. I do it every year, right? Mm-hmm. Probably around this time for some reason. You'd think I would do it in the winter, but I always do it around the summer, getting close to the summer. And, uh, I just want to see if I can actually be good with all of the, cause it's mostly salt. Very little pepper is mostly salty. And I just, I think it looks good, Yeah, but I can't, it's like an, it's like a, like, it's like I'm admitting my age. You know what I'm saying? Dude, but that's fine. Like I know Clooney. it's stupid. It's fucking stupid, but yeah, who cares? But dude? I can fool them. You know what I'm saying? You don't want when to, I shave. we shouldn't, we should be, like we should say we did something many people don't do. We've lived to a certain age. That's a badge of honor. That's true. You Easy know? E didn't get this privilege. Dude. Exactly, dude. Most people that were in like the 17, 1600s, they fought lions, then died at 19. Nobody would care. You don't think so? No. No one's gonna write in being like, well, actually, if they wait, if they well actually do on that one, I'd be like, dude, you're terrible at a stand-up set then. They're just like heckling. Dude, for sure. They're, they're That's never, not true at all. What exactly. You just said. If someone does a teacher joke, I don't see Q getting up there and be like, well, actually, as a teacher, no, they, 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 they won't do that. We don't have any of those herbs in our group. Ah, uh, there's a couple of herbs. No, I'm just kidding. There's no herbs. Ooh, <laughs> I'm just playing. Somebody, I don't know. You're a bunch of carnivorous delights. That's what y'all are. No herbs there. <laughs> oh, you know what's funny, dude? I think, like, I was thinking. Before, when you grew your beard a little, right? mm-hmm. I think you should try to grow it to the point you have to comb it. Mm. I think it would look really good, G. And you've never done it. Here's the problem with that. What's, what's the problem? I ain't doing it. But here's the second. <laughs> here's, here's the other thing. Is that, you know, what we do, Steve, where I work, what I do specifically, I have to wear N95 masks. Oh, shoot. Yeah, because Gail was like, oh, keep it, keep it. It looks so good. I love it. I love when you grow it out. I'm like, okay, it is not totally airtight. It. It is I'm like, I could totally keep it right now because at the where it's at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm all, mm, I know, I know, but it's the damn N95. I said, oh, okay, that's so no, because it, it you off. will get sick if just a little bit. You're right, totally correct. You're right. Nope. Great. The point. thing is, is I've been sick with it three times already. I, you know what? Bring bring on COVID. I Gee. challenge you, COVID. Come get me. I think I have after effects from long COVID, G. 
I know I do. Because I'm like, I'm always sniffly now. Before I was never sniffly. You're forgetful as fuck too. And I'm super forgetful. Uh, the only thing I remember is music. That's it pretty much. Uh, there was a barbecue today at, for the church and I totally forgot. And they've been reminding me all the time. And I was like, I swear to you, I'm not making a joke. I just totally forgot. You didn't bring anything to the barbecue? Oh, I didn't go. Now, they, what they have to understand is I wouldn't have gone had I remembered. But I didn't remember legit. I didn't remember. You know why you didn't go? Why? Because you had to come here and record episode 204, baby. Yeah. Hell yeah. One day it's going to be reversed 402. I don't know. Let's let's not get crazy. I think we are on 402. In a sense, it feels everything. like it sometimes. No, if we count everything. Yeah, we're probably close. Yeah, maybe. Dude, maybe. I maybe. think we're close, dog. I don't know. If it's we, just, it, it still blows my mind how many hundreds, thousands maybe of hours there are out there. It's just us dude. floating around. And I think, okay, I have a feeling that one day the preacher one is going to have a resurgence. I try sometimes, man, um, because on Reddit, yeah, we were doing the show, uh, there was a Reddit page, you know, a subreddit for Preacher. So every once in a while, something will come up and there's like a newbie there. Hey, just started this on Hulu. It's a crazy show. And I always try to go, hey, if you want to know a little bit more, a little bit being an obvious understatement. Absolutely. A little, <laughs> a little bit more. Absolutely. You should come on over and check it out. They never do. Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't actually keep tabs on that stuff anymore. I'm, I'm not a guy that lives in the past, Steve. Dude, I'm a, here's the funny part. I, you know how people Google stuff? I don't even Google anything anymore. I always put on Reddit. Yeah, I like uh, Reddit a little bit more. So do I. Because Google, you're going to end up with some Yahoos. Oh, nicely done. Nicely done. Thanks. So um, the uh, normally when I go onto Reddit, out of nowhere, there'll be like a person saying, man, I hurt my finger. What does this look like? And just because. They're like, well, actually, I'm a surgeon at this hospital. This is what this is. I'm like. Man, Reddit is the, you never know who's on Reddit. They'll be like, oh yeah, I, you know, that's this. And sure enough, later on, they're like, yeah, it turned out it was that. I'm like, yeah, because Reddit. Yeah, <laughs> because random people are on Reddit all the time. Dude shouldn't have sold his, his state, or Serena's husband shouldn't have sold it. You still fuck with Twitter? I'm on for, uh, I think ever so, I laugh harder than, than anything on Twitter. Like when there's a, a thread saying, what is the funniest TikTok you've ever seen on Twitter? And the if you look under that freaking thread, you will laugh. Your people are so funny in the world; they all should have their own TV shows. So for that reason, I do stay on Twitter uh, to see what if, uh, different people that I know are doing. Yeah, I stay on Twitter, but I'm not. I don't comment, but I don't comment on a uh, Reddit either. I have a an account, but I never comment. I just lurk. I'm a lurker on all these sites. It's just it's same with Instagram. I'm, I'm mostly a lurker. What a I creep you are. I love it. Because <laughs> then you don't have to worry about, uh-oh, what if they say that they find later on that I said something? No, I know that I've never said anything. So Gee, I just can't be on Twitter anymore. I can't. I can't do it. I'm the worst. I just fight with everyone. Bad. Yes, you get I fight bad. with everyone, and I don't even try to sometimes. It just ends up happening that way. So, so what uh, and another do? thing is, like on a daily basis, I know it's something I'm doing, Steve. It's all about algorithms, but I will literally... Or I was, I haven't even been on lately, but I would go on and I would just like start muting people or blo blocking, whatever. I would do both because no. all I would be just, my whole timeline is full of fucking because like it's Musk. Musk did something with the algorithm. It's all like Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Absolutely. Taylor Greene. Same with mine. Same with, I have to, so I, I have think to this mute. is where I fucked up is that, you know, cause I would see that ridiculousness. Uh-huh. And then I would, uh, you know, I would comment and I would say Ooh, some dumb shit. There it is. And then boom, the next thing you know, I'm fighting with Dean Kane. 
<laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> I forgot he was a weirdo. That fucking guy. I forgot he was. You know what though? We had some words one evening. Chris Evans is also sort of weird. You better watch it. You're gonna, you know, we just got our listeners back, and now they're gonna go away again. You know, I don't think we have Chris Evans. Chris Evans fans. Oh yes, we have Chris Evans fans. Oh, not Chris Evans. Chris Pratt. Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, people. Chris Evans is the no. He's not the Chris. My favorite. You had people up in arms right now. No, my favorite Chris is Pine, but uh, uh, Chris Evans is a close second. I think Chris Pine is the dude. Chris Pratt's just all religious is what it is. Very, and then, of course, there's religious. a little bit of that conservative views that he has, too. But Chris Pine, he is like I recently saw Dungeons and Dragons. I should have saw it in the theater. Gee, that's a good movie, huh? I should have freaking saw it. <laughs> I did. Why I did I the do that? I don't know why I did that. Because it looked corny. And then I saw it uh, under a buddy's account. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was like, yo, <laughs> this is a good movie. Yeah, How it's fun. so entertaining. It's funny. Like it's well written. Yeah, I I never got bored. It was exciting all the way through. I really liked that movie. Dude, it's fantastic. And I also I also uh, started rewatching Sons of Anarchy. Hey, uh, Dan, that that show's crazy. <laughs> How did they put that on network television? <laughs> Every episode is about the club, dude. Dude, that is the best Charlie Hunnam I've ever heard. The club. Holy crap! Mr. Hunnam, uh, what kind of sandwich can I get you? I'll take the club. <laughs> Dude, you got to record yourself doing Charlie Hunnam. And then I like uh, um, Perlman, though. What's Perlman's character's name again? Clay. Clay. Yeah, Clay's just like, hey, yeah, you motherfuckers. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> That's such a good one. You know what, dude? I should watch. I think I rewatched it oh, maybe no, it's four fantastic. years ago. It is a great fucking show. It is fantastic, dude. Uh it it definitely um it definitely like dude, I'm sorry. That Hunnam was amazing. I thought yeah, he you was. for a second, no, you're Hunnam. For a oh. second, I thought you pl- I was like, how did he know I was gonna talk about how would he have a like a, a recording? I was like, it had to be Dan. That's how my brain thought you recorded. Like, I can't think of any more of his lines, but dude, I used to say the club amazing. all the time. Holy crap. This is why I come here, Steve, for your, your compliments, because no, no one else does it. That, Nobody does it better. That's such a random impersonation. <laughs> you have a very small group of people that are like, whoa, that is a very good Charlie Hunnam. Probably Charlie Hunnam himself will text you and be like, that was good. No, he'd go, that was, that was quite nice. I don't know. Oh, nice, is he it? Australian or uh, English, British? Yeah, he's English. Get out of here. They're all English, Steve. I'm very You can't tell. Okay, what season are you on? I am on five. Okay, so right about now, you're going to start seeing that Charlie Hunnam cannot keep an American accent. Oh, I, I, I can't wait. Because season five, I believe, is when everything starts. Or, or, uh, you know what? It's, this show's forever old. Uh, are we past Opie yet? Oh, dude, Dan. I, oh. I forgot how heartbreaking. Do you know in the middle of the beating, he reaches out for for uh, Charlie Hunnam's character? Jack. For Jax. He reaches out crying in blood. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, why am I doing this to myself? I'll mess with your head a little bit. Oh, dude, I forgot. And they all did. I'm like, oh, they're all in this. Like, this isn't a jokey show for them. They... They put on an acting clinic in that scene. I did you ever see that thing? That. This is old news, but did you ever see that video of when Opie was done, the character, I forget the guy's name, but when uh, Opie was Ryan done. Ryan Hurst. Thank you. 
and they sat him down in a barber's chair and they shaved his beard. No! You haven't seen that? I'm gonna watch it now. Dude, well, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. You know what? You know, Steve, let's hit pause for a second. Pull okay. this up. Jesus. Oh, I don't even want to see him, G. Oh, dude. You know what else I love about this show is that their blooper reels online are long and funny. I love it. Sons of Anarchy bloopers. Yeah, I didn't expect them to have it because some people want their shows to stay serious. Their bloopers are fantastic. Charlie says the crew instead of the club and, and the whole place just erupts in laughter. Oh, my God. <laughs> then they throw the music in. Oh, my God. He's using a sword. They just watch. I'll have to cut this down somewhat. There you go. Yeah. Oh, Dan. No, no, I can't do this. I can't. No, no, no. Let's go on. Let's go on with the show. I can't do this. I mean, they're crying. Yeah, that's what I just when I saw that. I'm like, I felt it. And I'm like, nope, can't do it right now. Yeah, dude. No, they really were invested in those characters. No, no, no. That Jesus. was emotional for me because I remember I was like, you know, I, I, it had already ended. It already happened. So when I was Ooh. watching Sons, I went on YouTube and saw that. And I just Jesus experienced the death dude. of Opie. Spoilers, everyone. And boy, let me tell you what. I was a sniveling little bitch. Damn, that the death messed me up so bad that I turned it off for the night. I'm One like, of the I'm worst deaths on television. Oh, no. But boy, listen. <laughs> remember when Jax was walking down the hallway with the guy that allowed it to happen? And he said. I'm getting out and there's nothing you can do to stop it. He said, well, when I get out, I'm going to find out where you live and who you are, and I'm going to kill you. That's a promise. Gave him his best Liam Neeson. Oh, dude. And then he found him, Dan. Well, he said he was going to, to <laughs> oh, be fair. So, I, you know what else I did? I forgot, I forgot Harold Perrineau was on the show. You know, I want to talk about that guy for just a second. Oh, dude, are you watching From? Yeah, are you watching From? I am watching From. Okay. It's Bells and I show. That's the show that we share together. Yeah. I look forward to watching it pretty much when we're done recording, I think. I'll probably watch it. But um, what are your thoughts on Harold Perrineau? Um, Okay. Number one, I just read a massive article about his experience. The Vanity Fair? Yes. That was a good article. That was a fantastic. Okay. You know I don't read. Because when I saw it, here's what I first do. I open an article and scroll all the way down to be like, okay, how long is this freaking thing? And I said, I'm not going to read this whole thing. Gee, let me tell you something. About all that Lindelhoff toxicity. I, I, here's what I do like. No, I don't, because screw him. But Lindelof did not make an excuse. He was like, if What did they he say, said, though? But he said, if they say I said that, I did. And that means I was a terrible person. And there's nothing I, I was a horrible individual then. I was like, oh, he's just taking it on the chin. And he's like, and then this also happened on your watch. And he's like, damn. Yeah, probably did. Yeah. It's like, well, well, <laughs> I don't think an interviewer is used to that. <laughs> He's like, I can't. All I can say is I am sorry that I made your life horrendous in that time. I was just terrible. Jesus. And I'm like, he's still a horrible individual, probably. But what I can appreciate is that he didn't say, no, I didn't, which most people would say. Like his, his writing buddy said, I said nothing of the sort. He said, I did nothing. And I was like, well, it's funny how Lindelof was like, yeah, I probably did that. And dude is like, uh-uh. And remember, he didn't talk to the Esquire. That, uh, what is his name? Um, anyway, his partner, 
he talked through a PR person. D- Lindelof actually sat down with the 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 writer or spoke to them one on one. Well, he kind of was the star of the show. I in this, in the, in the sense of this article, I mean. Well, and Paranu, um, him, him talking about it sounds so totally believable. I'm like, oh yeah, that's how they they definitely did him like that. And I love the fact that in the beginning he was the star. Like he, they were saying, we need to get him because he's straight off of Oz. He's a star right now. Yeah. And then they end up screwing him over. I love, but I do love the fact that he ended up moving on. I like Bell does not like his acting. <laughs> okay. he, now we're now we're getting to where i was going she does not think he can act well she's like every time he does something and yells she yeah. looks at me and she's like Ugh. i'm like what he's convincing. this is harold perineau in in from every okay, episode all right uh-huh. something's happening right something's going on that someone's they're by the bus maybe yeah. they're just someone's in the diner and all of a sudden here comes harold perineau with a jacket that's always a little too big for him for Absolutely. some reason i don't know why and all he does is go hey 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 what's going on here hey what's going on here that's all harold perineau fucking does that entire show look at my arm there's a bunch of there's a bunch of worms in it what's going on here that's all he does Gee, I think he's, he's really not a great actor. Steve. I think he's fantastic. He's not. He did one thing this whole entire like since the show's been out. I think it was like the episode. It was the episode where probably like maybe three, maybe a month ago, where um, the bus arrives, and there's oh, that one asshole the guy, the one asshole guy that had the gun. Remember, they had the shotgun. Oh, he's telling him to put the gun dude, down. Bell hated that scene. He had. To, well, I was just like, because Gail and I feel the exact same way about this guy, and we're just oh. like. Well, at least he can do that. No, Bell is like, all he does is, oh, he's just going to scream now. I'm like, if you're not going to let him act. She's hey, like, hey, what's going on here? That's, <laughs> that's I it. I think he's fantastic. I guess I'm the crazy one. All he needs to say is, where's Walt? And that's it, because that's it's the same character. Gee, he does It's the same character, dude. Like, even, like, remember when he was in the cave with that weird guy? Yeah. That guy, okay, that's a dick move, that guy, by, by the way. I forget what his name was. What no, a dick. it's not, because I have a feeling he infused him. Because remember, when he was coming up. Oh, the, right, right, right. He gave him the. Uh, the uh, vision. What would he you can call now that? see things. Gave him kind of like a little bit of a uh, self-defense, too, though. Did you watch last episode? I did not watch last episode. Oh, then never mind, Steve. Just disregard what I said. I, but I knew so he was giving him something, because remember, when he first was in the well, he kept on being like, are you real? And he's like, what? He's like, are you real? And he's like, yeah, I need help getting out of this hole. And then when he got those worms in him, dude started seeing things. Remember he saw the preacher, the, the uh, priest? He saw the priest. He's seen the ballerina. Yeah. So he. So now I get why that old, old guy was saying, are you real? Because he saw things too. I was like, hmm. no, it's a gift. It's a gift. But the whole time, Bell's like, I don't care. He can't act. I'm like, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. She's not wrong. She is totally wrong. Every all of you guys are bugging. He's the one that, without him, the show sucks. I'm trying to think of something that Harold Perrineau was in that where he Oz. wasn't that Oz. outside of I was gonna say outside of Oz. And the only reason that he's not that in Oz is because he's like doing poetry. Dude, he's a good actor, bro. He's a good actor. Okay. He's not a great, he's not a great actor. Is he better than The Rock? No. Oh, Dan, you are out of your freaking mind. No. He acts better than The Rock. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Hobbs and Shaw, Steve. Dan, give me one scene the rock, the rock acted well on. Acted. I don't know. Put him next to, uh, what's the little man's name? 
Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Put him next to Kevin Hart, and I like everything he does. Okay, here, how about this? How about this? Who, who's you? So you would say that a scale of one to ten, ten being a really good actor, would you at mm-hmm. least put him at a five? Sure, I'll, I'll do a five. He's an average actor. He's an me. average actor. I'm putting. Wait, are we talking about The Rock or Harold Perrineau? Perrineau. Yeah, he's average. I would put him like a seven. He's serviceable. Seven or eight. I'd say seven or eight because he's not Denzel. Yeah. But then he's not average. So I put him around a seven. Hey, speaking of Denzel, not to get off subject, but uh, have you seen the, the trailer for The Equalizer 3? Dude, is it going to be good? I haven't seen it. I think it's going to be good. Well, Denzel doesn't. You, oh, dude, did you see the freaking. <laughs> did you see what, Steve, what he said to Steve Harvey? No. It's quick. He, uh, Steve Harvey said, so Denzel pulled me aside and said, you know what the difference between me and you? <laughs> <laughs> Never good. He said, you're a TV actor and I'm a movie star. He's like, what do you mean? He said, watch this. He said, we both walk outside and people go crazy for Denzel. And Denzel said, you know why they just went crazy for me and they didn't talk to you? He's like, why? He said, because they have to make time to see me. They got to pay money bring the kids or find a babysitter. And the only time they see me is when I'm on a 20 foot screen that they paid to see me on for you. They watch for free in their house. Ooh, why is he being so mean to Steve? He said, he just wanted to, he wanted to let him know. He's like, look, you're, a I just want to let you know you ain't yeah. shit. Yeah. He was just like, you got to up your game because you're a TV person, but we're different. I was like, damn, you got to get off understand. that family feud kid. <laughs> <laughs> I said to Steve was like, it really put me in a, like a place I had never been just ignored before. And he, they just all ignored me and went to Denzel Wise. He was like, yeah, because people have to do stuff to see me. For you, they just see for free. Wow. And that is totally understandable. He's like, we're going to have to go to lunch more often, Denzel. <laughs> exactly. Gee, I, I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, and the fact that Steve Harvey told the story is like, man, I felt like, wow, damn. Yeah, I would too a little bit. It's kind of mean. It I don't is know if it's li- necessary. I think. Well, I think when you've been famous for so long, you you don't realize that that's not how you interact. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Except like, when's the last time Denzel made his own meal? Exactly. Unless you're, and I'm sure, like, if you hung out with Dave Grohl enough, or if you hung out with who's the dude? For, I forgot the lead singer from Metallica. <laughs> James Hetfield. We're back to Foo Fighters and Metallica again. If you hung out with one of them, they'd be a douche at some point. Even you know, if they're, don't you ever even though they're say that nice, about Dave Grohl ever again, bro, Steve. Don't you ever you, say that. Accidentally, because he's famous. Like, if you're just like, oh, this food is expensive, he might be like, what? This is nothing. You might say something like that. And you're like, oh, you're kind of douchey because you've been famous for a while. Yeah, I can imagine him being removed. Yes. But douchey? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Everyone has their moments. You're right. And if you're, you've been famous for a long time, you're definitely going to have your, your moment. Oh, snap. What are you snapping about? Oh, never mind. You've never seen Oz. Uh, uh, what do you mean I've never seen Oz? Well, okay. If you've seen Oz, you remember that? I can't remember the exact scene, but I'm trying to pull up a scene in my brain that Harry Perrineau, he, he killed it. I didn't say like he a, did in, in uh, I said he was good in Oz. Well, that means he's a great actor then. No. You he, can't he did, lose He did it. well in Oz. You can't lose your skill. And I'll even give him the benefit of the doubt that he got screwed over and lost because I do believe that his, I forget his name, of course, because uh, he got outshined by every other non-black, non-black actor on the show, but you know what I'm saying? But I mean, honestly, that, that's what the whole article was about, by the way, yes. it was just about the racism and the, you know, the, but weren't they getting paid a grip at one point? Yeah. 
Yeah. But he wasn't getting, uh, what's that guy's name? Matthew. Matthew. No, Matthew. Matthew. Oh, crap. Party of Five Matthew. Yeah, him. that party, party of Five guy. He wasn't getting that kind of money. No. And and beginning, I think he was paid more than anyone else. And then he wasn't it, getting Evangeline Lilly money. I forgot she was on that show. I loved her as Kate. You know, it's funny. I don't think I've liked her in anything else since. Yeah, she's not great in as the wasp. No, dude. As a matter of fact, I have a feeling. No, it's it won't be. It's not the end of them, but I have a feeling they're wrapping up everyone that we know now. You talking they're, about the MCU? Yeah, they're wrapping up everyone we know. Yeah, good. I, I would love to see more Ant Man. I, I could see, I could watch Paul Rudd forever. Forever. I don't know, the last one was pretty trash, bro. It was bad, but Paul Rudd was good in it. By the way, that was the last thing we talked about back on February twentieth. Shut up. Was what, us. what did you that one? But then we came correct with a good movie what? that we both weeped over, which was spoiler alert. Oy. Yeah, I Remember don't want to show Bell that movie. I don't think. Well, you know, you should. You absolutely should. No. But you don't have to be there. I, that's what you I'm can saying. just be like, I'm going to put this on <laughs> and, I'm and I'll call you later. Because I'm, I'm not in the emotional, do. especially after Opie. I'm just not there right now. Oh, I feel I, you. Yeah. I can't do it because that one Opie, can only take so much. Gee, I did not know it was going to hit me like that or he was going to get hit like that. Yeah, he got hit. With a pipe, G. By Nickus. <laughs> <laughs> he said with an exclamation point. <laughs> I loved your exclamation there, man. Oh, my God. That was fantastic. Coming up tonight on on the ten o'clock news. Nyukas are in the street. <laughs> I didn't. I shocked myself. I was shocked. Yeah, I didn't know he got killed with a bunch of brothers, man. I was man. like, oh, they're kind of doing us dirty. Even though sheriff, I don't like him either. Even though his wife did get shot, bro. Gee, you got to rewatch the show. We might. Have, you have to do a son's recap. No, I totally would. I was going there. I think. I think it was like four years ago that I did that. So it's time. And Sopranos. You should rewatch The Sopranos. Yeah, I mean, You yeah. didn't like The Sopranos. No, much. I did. But I don't feel the need to watch I it again. I feel you, dude. I feel you. After you know watching, what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I rewatched The Sopranos. Watching Sons is way better. Way, way more fun. I give Sopranos all the props. But I just don't feel the need to go back into that world. Here's, I will say, Ronald, dude, Ron Perlman, I can just watch him. Yeah, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I like how he even tweets that way. Do you ever follow Does him? Does he really? Yeah, he's like, all right, all you Republican motherfuckers. <laughs> just talk about shit. How old is he? He has to be 60. My guess is that Ron Perlman is. What are you saying? You going to pull it up? Yeah, oh, I should have done. Yeah, go ahead and pull older. it up. We here. never did. We haven't done who's older in years. Dude. We can do whatever we want on this episode, Ron... Steve. That's the beauty of it. What, okay, what would you say? He's older, young, not, okay. He's older than what? <laughs> you don't have to hit Dirt. it on the dot. <laughs> um, I don't even like to make old man jokes anymore. Uh, let's see. I would say older than, uh, I mean, I, I could say lots of things. No, I'm saying older than what age and younger. He's like, you're. he's older than this, but younger than this. What number? Uh, I think he's older than 59. Okay. But he's younger than 69. He is 73. Is he really? <laughs> he is 73. Dude. Wow. 
Wow, I did not know that. Neither did I until right now. That's crazy. Jeez, dude. He And he got married last year. You know what? Uh, was it Al Pacino that just had a kid? Dude. No, or Robert De Niro. One of those two. Robert De Oh, no. I, I think, think maybe Al they Pacino. both did. I think Al Pacino and I think it Bobby was Pacino. D. Popped out another one. <laughs> That's a How you doing there, story. kid? <laughs> I'm going to be dead in a year, but you're going to be a real rich kid. Dude, you need to start recording your person. <laughs> you really no. I'm serious, Dan. You How really... old is Pacino? Okay, what would you what would you guess? <laughs> okay, he's older. <laughs> he's older than seventy four, but he's younger than eighty five. So I'm gonna say that Al Pacino is seventy nine years old. Eighty three. You were there. Oh though. my god. <laughs> do you think he? How do you think? Do you think he had sex? Oh, for sure. Or do you think he we just went to do it forever? Come we on, Doc. Come on in and just take it out of me. Put a finger in my butt and just do your thing. Give me all you got. <laughs> Put a little bit of lube on that before you milk the prostate, Doc. Ooh, uh, that felt pretty good. That, dude, you should really do voiceover. You're you're missing your calling. Would you trip out if you were a kid, right? Mm-hmm. You're like ten, and you don't know your father for obvious reasons. If you're Pacino's kid, yeah. This the, the new one is what I'm talking about. Would it be weird? Like, yeah, your dad was like, how old is he again? Pacino is uh, 83. 83. Yeah, your dad is 83 years old. Dude, he's going to be. <laughs> and you're 10. Dude, he's going to be. No, okay, he would be 93. He's going to be 93. Yeah, he'd be 93 when Dude, the kid is 10 is years old. He'll bonkers. be dead. I hate to say it, but he'll be dead. Well, I don't know. Maybe if, not. Well, if the kid. Li- if the kid. When he's 17, his dad will be 100. Wow. That's nuts, man. Here's the thing. If I were if I were Pacino's friend and we were sitting there smoking, I'd be like, Doug, you're going to be 117 years. It would be... <laughs> it would blow my mind every time. <laughs> hey, yo, your dad is a century old. <laughs> He's a century, Dude, bro. He's 83, bro. That's wild, man. And then, and, and, I, I don't think that he did it. Do you think he was do you think he drove it home? For sure. He delivered the goods? Dude, men can do it forever, dog. And he she's like 23 years old. What do you think this refractory period is at this point? What's a refractory period? Like right, you know, like when when you uh when you uh, have a climax, <laughs> Steve, an orgasm. Oh, it's going to take a little while it's before you can do now. it again. Oh, it's going to take a yeah, it's I don't know, man, cuz Mia takes a minute and a half, dog. Yeah, bro. So for him, it's going to take like a good 30. I got to keep checking like uh, FedEx and tracking and shit, see when it's going to come in. <laughs> you should be scheduled for the 21st, but it's probably more like the 23rd. Gee, I think I'm going to get my testosterone checked, though. People said you should, and you can get like testosterone replacement surgery. Or- yeah, I heard about that. Do you? I don't think you need any more testosterone, though, Steve. I do, bro. You really don't. I don't want to look like Joe Rogan or nothing, but I wouldn't mind being like, hey, they'll get Because they said, a buddy of mine was like, look, being real, if you go to a doctor that does that, they're going to give you something. Let's just be real. They're going to give you something. So if that's, they know it's that's kind what of their you're business. Yeah, it's, their, it's what's keep them in business. And I was like, well, well it, because he, he's on it. And he's like, no, you're going to feel. But his his theory was, he's doing it. He's a single cat, but mm-hmm. he's like, there's a reason that we don't have the testosterone we used to because you don't want to do stupid things at 45. 
testosterone made you do dumb stuff at 20 something. He's like, maybe it's good. We don't have that kind of like, Oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm going to, he's like, you know, and he, and he's like, I've noticed I'm way more likely to take risks now for sure. I was like, Oh, well, I'll just not do that. You'd be like, yeah, man, I have noticed that you really don't take that many risks anymore. What the fuck you mean, man? Exactly. I'm like, easy. <laughs> As he goes to the Willie down the freeway. I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind having a, I'm, I'm at least just have fun and be like, hey, what will happen if I get injections? What will happen? Like, what will happen? That's all. I'm 45. Why not? I think that when I started working out again, I think I got a lot of testosterone back. It does happen like that. That is exactly what happens. You know what I'm saying? I like mm-hmm. do like a seven minutes of working out and I'll be like looking in the mirror like, yeah, motherfucker, look at me. You know what I'm saying? I never Passing did that out. shit before. You know what I'm saying? But now do I do. you feel more testosterone? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I do. Like, do you feel like you're going to like fight somebody? No, 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 no. Just like, uh, you know. <laughs> You know, what I'm oh, yeah. I know, I got you know, you. I got you, bro. I got like you. the wind blows. I'm like, oh, look, here we go. <laughs> Gee, if I wear my the pants, right sweats, my, my brain's like sucky, sucky now. Yeah, What's going on out there, <laughs> like nothing. That's just my drawers. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just like to excite myself. I don't wear drawers, and I'll just let things rub against the sweats. Remember when, remember when Eddie Murphy said he'd just be getting hard for no reason? Like, hey, what's going on out there? <laughs> You went to Lizzo? I think, she, dude, I think she, she is a beautiful woman because she's so, I've very rarely do I see someone so comfortable in their bodies. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about women who are skinny, no matter what size, someone who is comfortable in their skin is a thing for me. That is real comfortable in their skin. It's just I a heard thing. a rumor, Steve, that she is 100% that bitch. Okay, that must be a reference to something I don't understand. That's just a lyric of hers, Steve. Is it really? Mm-hmm, yes. Doesn't she play the flute? She Isn't does. she a flautist? She's a flautist. <laughs> I did. I, I've heard a lot of uh, recent things about her. and I, I love everything. It's like her. There's a few people that I'm just like, man, they are good for the music industry. It's her, Tyler, the creator. Um, you know, people like that are just themselves unabashedly in the music industry that I think you know, is, is new. We've had a few conversations good. lately and you keep talking about Tyler, the creator. He's a talented dude, man. He's very talented. Yeah. My, my daughter's way into Tyler, the creator. Uh, like I said, my cousin went to school with that dude. He, she said he was weird in school. He was different. But very isn't different. that usually how it goes? That, uh, no, because some of the, some people were always gonna be like oh yeah he was talented uh, he was voted most likely to some it's those kids too but then you have the oh no that's gonna be a bad reference i won't go with him no i'll go with him anyways even though he's a piece of shit then you have like the marilyn mansons that were kind of that way all the time he was always that way that's true yeah little brian warners you know what's funny in atlanta when i was in atlanta the my friend used to always play that song the beautiful people like over and over and over and over again he was really into that song, dude. It's a great song. Is it really? I think that fucking out. You know, I know he's a piece of shit now and everything like that, but the album Antichrist Superstar is fucking phenomenal. It's a great, great album. So well produced. Definitely of its time. Uh, and it's, you know, ooh, I'm evil kind of thing. But it's it's a really good album. Though. What do you like call he, that style? That was just kind of like, a, I don't know, like industrial. And they were using industrial a lot. Back then, industrial just simply mean, oh, I have keyboards in my metal band. 
Oh, you know what I mean? is that your favorite industrial album from that time? N- no, no. Oh, okay. Never mind. No. Okay. I was more of a ministry guy. Bro, you be making sometimes I wonder if you're making people up. <laughs> Not I totally. really think you're right. Shut up, Jodeci. Who says that? Who said who's everyone? The guy that, who's the guy that said, hey, let's call our band Jodeci? Because you mix all the names together. Yeah, it's lame. Jojo, Devante, KC, Jodeci. I think they should have called it Devonta Joe. You know what? That wouldn't have been bad either, though. I'm not going to be honest. That's right. That's right. But they didn't ask me. They did not ask you. They probably asked you, and that's how they ended up with a lame-ass Jodeci. Hey, who was your person as a kid, like in the 90s? Who was the person you like on TV that you're like, of anyone else, that's who I would... That's my oh, girl. Oh, as, as far as women go? Yes. Like, like, a, like a sexual thing? Yes. Uh, the 90s. Wow. Because hmm. you know mine was Jada Pinkett. But who was yours? No, well, Chris Summers. Chris um, Summers was mine. We're going back. Let's see. You know, I'm going to have to say the first, na- the first name that comes to mind and the first face that came to mind was probably Janet. Dude, Janet was bad. Mm-hmm. Escapade Janet? Oh, my gosh. She was, huh? Yeah, I'm thinking Janet Jackson probably. And then she got into that. Remember the halter top phase? I remember that, Steve. <laughs> Oh, that's when you saw her, huh? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you prick. She said, let me take you on an escapade. Oh, she was so good, dude. She still is. I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her live. I'm tempted to, to try to make it happen, but um, I don't know, man. You need it, to save your money. Ticket price. You need to get tickets to see Duran Duran, Steve. Tell us about your Duran Duran Experience. I went to go see Sirhan Sirhan the other day in San Jose. And let me tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, I know a lot of these, there's like right now, summertime, you always get the, the 80s retro tours. For oh, instance, course. Steve, did you know that uh, Rick Springfield is coming to Fresno? I didn't know that. <laughs> Rick I, Springfield and Tommy Two-Tone. Do you know who that is? I do. He's the um, leader of a band, right? His, his song, their popular song, Steve. Is a bunch of numbers, but Eight, it's not six, called. Seven, that's five, the three, one. Oh, that's the one. Nine <laughs> is the one. And I think a couple other people are coming too. I know Stacy Q's coming around. What's her song? Two of Hearts. Remember that? Oh, one? I love that song. Stacy Q was a shit. You know, she was on Facts of Life. Oh, I love that. That uh, that and um, Catch Me I'm Falling. I like that song too. That's not. Stacey Q. It's not Stacey Q, but they're in the same region in my brain. Ah, gotcha. I don't okay. know who sings Catch Me. Up. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, anyway. Okay. Oh, oh by the way, I think Wang Chung is coming. Everybody, Dance Hall Days. To Live and Die in L.A. One song. Everybody Wang Chung tonight? That's the one song they have. They have other songs, dude. Stop it. I mean, hits. Yeah. Hits. Da- to Live and Die in L.A. was a great song. Was it a hit? Uh, yeah, actually it kind of was. The, mo- the movie was very popular. Therefore, the song was popular. Okay, I'm with you. They kind of drafted. Yeah. It was kind of like how um, Axel F got popular. Yeah, that song would not have been popular if it wasn't for Beverly Hills Cop. (laughs) You know what? You're right. It would be okay. It would not be the massive hit that it was. No, not it. Well, I mean, it's just like Party No, Party All the Time might have been a hit without Eddie Murphy, too. That was a catchy song. Never it was a catchy song, but I, right. but I really do think that people were like, oh, hey, that's Eddie Murphy. I should probably buy that. You're totally, no, you're, you're. Because we couldn't download it. You're absolutely correct. That's, yeah. oh, is Lisa Lisa coming out? Oh, she comes every year. Just look for the next, like, uh, <laughs> whatever summer, winter, fall jam. <laughs> she comes every year. Yeah. She's here all the time. Her I want to see her. 
and uh, the Jets. Oh, I want to see them back. I saw them. That was my one of my first concerts in Paso Robles Midstate Fair. My mom knew I loved the Jets. And she's like, all right, Steve, come see your girl. Aww. And so I, call, I went to go. She let me. It was her and Shanice. It was the Jets and Shanice. And your moms took you? Yeah. She's like, there you go. She let me walk in with my friend and we just watched them. And we were like, man, oh, she just, oh, when she sung Make It Real, I was like, man, she's so pretty. Look at you. Just going back in time. Dude. I could, I, I could hear the smile on your face. Oh, for sure. I'd see them today. I'd see them today. I love see, them. See, but this is the problem. This is what I'm getting at is that a lot of these, these retro acts when they come out, and I say retro act because a lot of these, it might be like, uh, you know, Wang Chung with that one original guy. You're right. You know what I'm saying? You're right. So like a lot of the missing persons, the same thing. I think Dale Bozio might be the original. She's the singer. I think she might be the only one that's well, in that band it's still. It's true to the name of the band then. Yeah. Well, it's- <laughs> Steve, you've got yourself a point, young man. Touche, my friend. <laughs> that's why I do a show with him, ladies and gentlemen, right there. But you see my point. It's You're not getting the, the real deal, right? That's true. Let's go back to my boys, Duran Duran. Now, with the exception of Andy Taylor not being in the band, he was on guitar, Steve, but he's dealing with pancreatic cancer. Can you give oh, him a Jesus, fucking break? You Can you just me? fucking give him a break, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, that's terrible. I didn't know that. Yeah, but t- apparently he's terrible, too. They didn't really get along very well. And he was always the troublemaker. He was the he was the the most drug using of the bunch, although but they all had their moments. Didn't he go and like produce songs, though? Uh, or was that another member? I don't know if he produced songs, but he went on to do the Power Station. There was oh, maybe hold on. Let me, do you remember the Power Station, Steve? I do not remember the Power Station. Uh, hold on, it goes. She wants to multiply. Are you gonna do it? Remember that song? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was worth it. That was well worth it, though. Yeah. That's what it is. But uh, <laughs> they also oh, no. did okay, yeah, Get yeah, It yeah. On, Bang a Gong. They did that one, too. Oh, Get It On, Get It On. Okay, I know yeah. that song. <laughs> yeah, that was- I uh, totally well, know that song. That was actually T-Rex, but they did a remake of it. So anyway, uh, with the Oh, by the way, of, the producer I was thinking of was Nick Rhodes. It wasn't Andy Taylor. He produced Nick Rhodes was yeah, a he, producer. He, I, can, he, I can see that. He produced I can see that. To Shy Shy. Hush, oh, hush, yeah. Hush, he hush. produced Kaja Goo Goo. Yes. And, and the name of the, uh, what is his name? Is it Lamal? Is that the him? singer? For it's who? like Lamal. Is it really? I think it's Lamal. How dare you? It is Lamal. <laughs> That's our stuff. Y'all can't be taking our stuff. I was, <laughs> <laughs> they hell? never liked me in school. Oh, it's funny. It's an anagram of his last name, Hamill. Oh. <laughs> he couldn't use that anagram today. Bruh. We'd have to talk to him and be like, look, Lamal. Listen, Lamal. Your name is Hamill. The end. <laughs> oh, no, he really. did the never-ending story thing. He did, that's right. I did never-ending story. I and me, me and my friend, who's equally Caucasian, we did it. Didn't we, Darnell? <laughs> Darnell. <laughs> Gee, I thought that was a woman who did never-ending story. Well, she was in, there was a woman in the song. That, I thought she was singing. She was. No, it says he did it. He she sings with him. I don't know her name. The love, really? Yeah. Okay, I gotta peep that. I thought it was all. Yeah, I'm gonna show you right now. Please do. You're making me. You're making me do stuff that I'm not ready to do. I, I didn't. I thought it was just a woman singing this song. I love the song, by the way. It's a joint. It's Let me a see. Joint. Here we go. Yeah, he doesn't even get credit. Wow. Or she doesn't get credit. Here we go. 
Let's pretend we're on the luck dragon, Steve. Oh, wow, look. There's a cloud. Hold on, Steve. Don't fucking fall <laughs> off, bro. Look, I'm doing the Titanic thing. That's a girl, right? No, that's Lamal. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. What? Now, okay, now here comes the woman. Right here. Generic singer in this piece. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Are you kidding me? She has as much credit as the chick that says, everybody dance now has. Gee, they had a whole, I listened to a recently, her whole show on her. On the everybody dance now lady? Everybody dance now lady. She done a bunch of stuff like that. Do you remember the CNC Music Factory video where it was like this little Asian girl? Yes, and it was not her. (laughs) She was really mad. But the good thing is she ended up getting money. She sued them because she didn't get credit for it. But she's done quite a few other things. Like she's still around too. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. She has a great voice. She was able to do it on. She did it on Arsenio, and she. He's like, "Can you hit the note for us?" She's like, "Please," and knocked it out. Police. But anyway, back to Duran Duran. Yeah. So I went to I, see Duran Duran in San Jose, and I have to tell you, man, there are certain bands that can still do it, and I just don't fucking know how they're doing this. Like. Simon LeBond sounds so fucking good still, dude. And they're, you know, I mean, it's easy to do the, especially when you use a lot of synth in your songs, you can always have the back tracks, the backing tracks, right? Of course. So you can, in the sound effects, they can always be the same sound effects and stuff like that. But yeah, it was, that's the thing that worries me when you see these bands is, if, is the singer going to be able to come with it? You know what I mean? Because, you know, if you've got a good musicians, they're going to play the music okay. Absolutely. Singer is very, very important. And Simon LeBond came through, bro. Like very, uh, I'm, I was super impressed. I'm trying to find something. If I, uh, I, I want to show you some audio. Or I'm going to let you listen to a little bit of audio that I took. And you tell me what you think, okay? Hit me with it. Oh, I'm not going to hit you with it, bud. I'm just going to play it because I'm not a violent person. Here we go. You are not. Here we go. All right. Uh, Steve, do you want to hear, hear Planet Earth? Do you want to hear Girls on Film? Or do you want to hear A View to a Kill? Oh, it's Planet Earth by far. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Well, Planet Earth from San Jose. Uh, one week ago today, actually. All right. Let's see what we got here. Can you hear that? Sounds fantastic. That is insane. Let's just wait till we do the modulation, then I'll turn this down. Here we go. What do you think, Steve-O? Gee, he sounds fantastic. Right? I mean, he you know, yes, fantastic. there's there's some aging there, but he the guy sounds like he's... I don't think there's much. 
No, he sounds like he's late twenties, early thirties. I do not think that he, it's much, dude. No, not at all. Everyone that came out of that show as we were walking out. That's the funny thing too, about a show like Duran Duran is that you don't have to deal with people bumping into you when you're walking out. No, you make new friends. of people. You make new friends. You might even offer someone a, a Tylenol. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause they're hurting from dancing. You know what dude, I'm saying? Like the crowd's so... a lot more mellow. And so everyone was talking about that, how good he sounded. And they played an amazing set, dude. like an amazing set. If you're a Duran Duran fan, uh, the only song that I didn't get to hear that I was like, ah, oh, they really should have played that one is the song The Chauffeur. But other than that, you know, all the, the biggies were there. Steve, we got Wild Boys, Hungry Like the Wolf. I'll just tell you the set here. Yes. You might not know all of these songs. Uh, they opened up with Night Boat, which is on Rio, is one of those deep cuts. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They go with Wild Boys. Then they go into Hungry Like the Wolf. Then they go into A View to a Kill. Then they go into no, no, notorious. That's my cut right there. You already know. Then Dan decided that he was going to just try something and have his first beer in nine months because they played a song called Give It All Up, which is new. And I didn't want to hear it. So it was, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was just, it sounded like uh, like club music kind of. Uh, By the way, I didn't even finish the beer. I don't like beer anymore, Steve. Isn't that weird? I think that's fantastic, actually. I mean, don't get me wrong. It tasted good, but I was like, like. I don't need this. I'm just going to go back to my water and be boring. But anyway, uh, then they played a song called friends of mine. Then they played careless memories. Another Rio song, ordinary world. You love the ordinary world. It's the song that brought them back. And then a come undone. That's another jam. I do not like that song. Uh, It's a good sex song, Steve. Not that I've had sex to it, but I think it is a good song. And then they did white lines, grandmaster, Melly Mel, you know what I'm saying? Which is random. Right. Well, they did it on a, they had a cover album. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and that was one of the songs they did. And then they uh, did the Reflex. They did Girls oh on God. Film. They did Save a Prayer, and they closed with Rio. That's a show, ladies and gentlemen, right there. And what what was the um, encore? I just told you, buddy. Save a Prayer and Rio. Dude, you knew the encore. If they didn't do Rio, you guys already knew the encore was coming then. Yeah, I think this might be the, is it the 40th? I think it might be the 40th anniversary of Rio. Let's see. Oh, wow. That dude's been married since 1985. Good for Good him. Good for him. Pretty, too. Yeah, he is pretty. Gee. <laughs> he is. They're, they're pretty guys. You think so? Nick Rhodes is pretty. I- <laughs> Are you looking? I am. It's uh, 40th anniversary. It is. Okay, yeah. I thought so. I Rio. Thought so. so, yeah, they were doing lots oh, no, of Rio. no, it's 41 technically because it's 1982. Okay. Well, the same, this is the tour, though, because they've yes. been touring since 22. Dude, they, I can't believe they still tour at 60. Dude, uh, 64. Simon LeBron is 64 years old. And he sounds great. He really, really does. I mean, like, you know, his interactions. Oh, do you have crowd. Union of the Snake? They didn't do Union of the How Snake. How didn't they do Union of the Snake? G? It's high. Well, it's maybe a high be- song, G. Maybe because it was more about Rio. Oh. And they were doing, you know what I'm saying? They did more Rio stuff. But then yeah, again, but if this is more about they- Rio, why the fuck didn't they do... It's like, you know, they did me like they Billy did Joel come did come undone. Me. Yeah, but they did me like Billy Joel did me because they didn't play the chauffeur. Well, I would have. My chauffeur is Union of the Snake. It's That's a good song. That's it's a, a it's, song. it's not a great song. It's Steve. a great song, Jay. They, you know what? If they could have played New Moon on Monday. You ever heard that one? No. One of the most expensive MTV videos ever made, Steve. Really? Mm-hmm. I think it was... Uh, I think the like the the extended version was like twenty minutes or something like that, which was crazy back then. I mean, you saw yourself now. a twenty minute video back on MTV. That was crazy talk right there. Gee, that's crazy now. It is crazy. I'm now, not going right. to say they would they put that on Amazon Prime. 
that's some like weekend there. shit. Yeah. That's something the weekend would do. Your boy right there would. Tear. He's not the weekend anymore, though. Well, he's weak. <laughs> More like weak sauce. <laughs> Am I right, guys? Hey, that's not, actually, that's pretty good. I like the weekend. Too, I know you do, Herb. I do. I don't understand. He's a talented all. young man. Oh, sure. If we, I mean, if someone can make a great paper, paper airplane, I call them talented too. Never play the album Starboy for a kid that wants to hear The Weeknd when you do MRI. Because what? there's always a chance that he's going to tell his mom those lyrics, and that's not a good thing. Yikes. Yes. Lots of dirty lyrics on that one. <laughs> also, never put on the movie Deadpool for a kid when they're having an MRI. No, dude. Yeah. Oh, unless you have the um, edited version. No, no. Someone decided, because we all brought, like, you know, I don't really use, I don't even have a, a Blu-ray player anymore, so I brought, like, Guardians. I brought some kid-friendly movie. I brought the Harry Potters over. How do they Someone decided it? they were going to play Deadpool, and oh, I was like, no, 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 no. But how do they watch it from inside the machine? Oh, we got this fancy little Blu-ray player. I that's in the actual proper it's, machine? It's on our side, and then we hit play, as you do, and then it shoots over into these goggles, and they can watch a movie. Dude, that is so cool. Yeah, it's pretty nice. We use it for our kids and our claustrophobes. Hey, it's your boy, man. Yeah, man. Get me the hell up out of there. I'll play you a movie, though. If I get if I get to scan you, bro, I'm going to play you a movie. It's your choice. Gonna, oh, boy, shoot. you brother going to play Amistad. I'll get even more claustrophobic. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoy this one, Steve. <laughs> Talk to you. <laughs> Talk to you soon. <laughs> I'll talk to you when we dock. <laughs> we interrupt this showing of Amistad for a special showing of Roots. Exactly. I'm like, get me out of here. <laughs> Gee, I can't, I can't imagine being, I can, every time I see that machine, dude, I'm like, Jesus Christ. You know, it's not that bad, but that's me saying it. But I, you know, I see people trip out all the time. Hey, real quick, I want to go back to this concert for a second. Yeah, please. Oh, yeah. There's a part I really want to hear. Well, I was so impressed uh-huh. with the opening act. Uh, the first opening act was a band called Bastille. Uh, I don't think you know who they are, Steve. They do I a song called a song. Pompeii. They do okay. the song Pompeii. No. Uh, here, just for reference, I'll play a little Pompeii for you. And I bet you, you have never heard it. <laughs> Even though everyone on the fucking planet has heard the song. Here we go. We all joined in. We're all. Okay, okay. Got that 80s synth in it, though. Jesus, that sounds like something that could come out today. Nothing? You don't know the song? No, but it sounds like a like a nowadays song. Here, let's go to the chorus. Holy cow. Sounds like a weekend song. I'm going to just go ahead and tell you that I like this song, Steve. Here's the chorus. But if you close your eyes, Right, right, right. It's not about uh, where. Is, who are they? Where are they? Are they recent band? Uh, yeah, they're current. They're not bad at all. They're current. It's a uh, Bastille. They weren't bad. However, I did not see them. I did not see band one, person one, because I was in the t-shirt line during this whole thing. Because <laughs> what, yeah, in San Jose, when they say a show starts at seven o'clock, that motherfucker starts at like six forty-five on a Sunday night. Dude, they did that same thing with James Taylor. The, the line was so long. The bell missed. Uh, she missed, no, she did it for Paul McCartney. She was so mad because she missed, um, someone's knocking at my door. She was like, that's my, 
And she, it's me, motherfucker. I'm waiting for sharks. <laughs> she was so, because she's like, oh, this shouldn't take long. I don't know this song, so let me leave. And it's, the song ends immediately, and the someone's not going to But anyway, um, so you don't see band one, but you do see a certain I opening I do band. see band two. Who's and this? I gotta, I have to see Band Two again. Like I'm gonna go back in August and see the same tour again. I'm gonna catch Bastille this time, and I'm gonna catch the this the second. Okay, here's the thing though: if you do decide to go, Steve and I are off mic. We're talking about possibly, possibly going. I'm going. I don't know about Steve, but maybe going we, to see. And Durand we Durand. possibly. Oh, you said you can't go to the Blue Nate Jazz Festival. Huh? Oh no, I, I might. I might. Maybe so. Diggable planets. We got to see Diggable, but Gee. I don't want to see Diggable for like 20 minutes set. You know what I mean? Yeah, but blue dude, the rest of Blue Note Jazz sounds really good. And it's in Napa wine country. But yeah. my boy did say, he's like, Did you just say Napa Blue Note Jazz? I was like, Yeah. He said, Oh, you haven't seen the ticket prices, have you? I was like, No. He was gonna go and didn't go. Yeah. It's Napa, bro. <laughs> We're talking what, four hundred dollars? Oh no, he said that. No, 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 no. It's gonna be a little bit. Cause he said you also have to put in they they raise the the um hotel prices too. He's like, it doesn't even matter what the ticket prices are, they're gonna be high, but the the it's the uh, hotel prices within like 50 mile range hmm. it's going hmm. to be like oh you have to stay here so it's going to be 267 270 a night 300 a night but now since you're full-time it's not a big deal yeah know? i mean i don't like to brag you know what i mean no biggie that's like it's like going to 7-eleven for me exactly you know what You'll i mean like but... anybody else want a room yeah well, who needs rooms here <laughs> tell you what get yourself a room lady i i i, I work here so you, you might you might want to take a nap on your lunch get yourself a room so yeah. anyway Going back to but Chic. Anyway, Chic yeah, is Sheik. the band, Steve. Ne- Nile Rodgers and Chic were the uh, second opening act. And uh, the only thing is, if, if we go see them in October, there's a chance that it might flip-flop. How? You know what I mean? They're, they're doing the whole flip-flop thing. So I don't want to get there, get another shirt, and have to sit there and not be dancing through Chic. Because they came out. I knew that it was going to be a good you know, a good show because there's obviously lots of hits to listen to. Oh, dude. I di- and I'll give you a little sample of what they opened up with here. Let's see. Freak out! Here we go. That's not what they. That's not what they opened up. They came out, but not for that. B I G P O P P A. No info for the opening act. Opening song. We all know that. Lift free. We know that song, right? Listen to how good that band sounds. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know how much I took because I was really just dancing. Okay, that's the best band of the night for sure, bro. Yeah, that's they, the best band of that the night. That band is killed it. <laughs> killed it. That bro. band is they. That's what live music sounds like. Right they there, fuck. I mean, like they came out right, and we're like, oh, cool, the freak. I know this song. And then they went into uh, everybody dance. They played dance, dance, dance. They played I want your love. I want your love. You know that song. Then they started getting. Then he's like, all right, so. You've heard these Sheik songs. Yeah, I wrote them. He said, but did you know that I've written so many other songs for so many other people? And he starts naming off names, right? So he's he's talking about Diana Ross. He's talking about Sister Sledge. Madonna. Madonna yeah. David Bowie. Beyonce. Daft Punk. And he just, oh, that's right. And Get he lucky. fucking played. Yeah, so this is the set. So they did. Uh, so when he started doing that, he did I'm Coming Out. You just heard a little tiny snippet of that. Uh, Upside Down. They played Oh, that that's my jam right there. Mm-hmm. I did not know he did that song. Yeah, yes. And, and when you, but if you listen, then you go, oh, oh, yeah, you totally did. You, okay, you know, well, you, then go ahead, play that, play a piece of that. I don't have the actual. Uh, you don't have Upside Down? No, I was dancing, Steve. Damn it, Dan. 
I didn't want to do the whole show. I mean, I barely did Duran Duran because like I wanted to enjoy it, but you know, I can go back and do it and you know, play it on the show and whatnot. But no, I couldn't do it. I was dancing too much. My booty was shaking and shit. I couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? They're like, excuse me, sir, can you stop moving your booty? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Anyway, let me tell you what they finished up with yes. here. So they got so upside down. Then they played Sister Sledge, he's the greatest dancer. Then they play Sister Sledge, We Are Family. I didn't know he did that. Then he starts talking about how uh, this young lady back in the 80s was about to, she was starting to blow up, but he helped her really blow up. Uh, He wanted to call the album Material Girl. Shut up. But they said no, so it ended up going with Like a Virgin, which he also fucking wrote, Steve. So he played Like a Virgin and Material Girl. Those two backup singers were singing, and they were fucking great, by the way. He's killing it. And then he starts talking about, okay, you know the songs he's done for David Bowie, right? I don't. Let's Dance. Jesus. And Modern Love. Dude, I didn't know he did those. That little guitar part at the beginning of Modern Love. You did that? Yeah, dude. Dude, I love Let's Dance, though. Let's. When they did Let's Dance, though, the drummer, his big brother in the back, was playing. And he was doing, put on your red shoes and he sounded exactly like Dude. David Bowie. They were so fucking good. Yeah. So then after Modern Love, they went into Cuff It by Beyonce. Gee, do you understand how much money he makes just off sampling yes. alone? Just sampled uh, stuff from uh, him? You know what? This is a good thing here. Hold on. I, Gail pulled this up. She loves to do this. Let me see if you can get close. What do you think Nile Rodgers' net worth is? Oh, dude, because off of sampling alone, people that have sampled his music, B-I-G-P-O, how big was that song? (laughs) That song was everywhere. Yep. Sorry. Sorry. And Puffy paid what? Okay. I'm going 348 million. You know what? Actually, you are over, but I thought you were going to be under 200 million. Dude. Okay. Once we're in that region, I'm close. Yeah. Several hundred million dollars. million dollars. Yep, yep, yep. Wild, right? <laughs> That's off of music. That's off of music, dude. Just music. Writing some jams. That's that's old Quincy Jones type stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, that's just, you know, like, we start getting into the modern stuff uh, with Cuff It, and then they did Get Lucky, Daft Punk. What did he do for Cuff It? I think he wrote the song. Hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because mind you, I just got on the cuff. I didn't know what people were talking about with Cuff It. I'm pretty sure he wrote the song. I think, I bet you she probably sampled it. Let's see. Here. Let's see. I like that song, by the way. Hell no, that's all him. That's so Nile Rodgers right there. Hell no, if that's him, I'm leaving. Classic Nile Rodgers, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's him. And then, so yeah, they did get lucky and uh, with for Daft Punk, and like the keyboard player had the whole little thing, the little the little thing in your mouth. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That oh little yeah, Peter the, um, the, thing. The, 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 yeah, yeah. That was dope. That stinky thing. You know what I'm thinking? I think stinks. I mean, they, they never rinse it off. It just stinks like someone's saliva. But then they finished up, Steve, with Good Times. Back to Chic again. But as most people know, this the sample from Good Times, and I'm not talking about the theme to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about the Niles Rogers Chic version. Good Times. I said a hip hop. 
Exactly. Rapper's Delight. So he decided he would do that, and he did. And they played that one, too. It was tight, dude. It was so fun. And and no one wanted them to leave. Like, everyone was up dancing, and no one wanted them to leave. And they they did us dirty like that. Dude, he legitimately wrote part of freaking Cuff It. You can't tell that that's him? That riff? Why are you all dumbfounded by this? Because it's uh, like, how many other people that are how old is he 74 that's relevant now 74 years old unfortunately in r&b it's not like country we don't let our people age it's just not something we do that's why they make fun of genuine for being older he can't dance like oh look at that idiot i'm like okay why can't we age then why why can't we not do backflips anymore? Where a country artist can come out in a freaking wheelchair and they're like, yeah, the thunder rolls. Willie like, Nelson, like 92 years old. And touring. they let him. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm just like, I'm looking at Nile Rodgers like, dang, he did it. And he does not look 74. I think you already knew that. Dude, he can. And you know what? I Now I might have to do this, dude. I dude, you got to go. We're going to get tickets. I'm waiting uh, on you. And I think I'm just going to do it this week. So I'm going to wait for an answer. I see. I'll wait till. We're probably going to get paid early this week. So I'll wait till Wednesday, Steve. You, know, you guys have till Wednesday. And if you don't want to do it, you just got to tell me because then I'm going to buy tickets. You know, because there's still good tickets available. I was actually in a panel with the guy who wrote the lyrics for. Um, no, I was part, not part of, but I got to ask questions at a panel with a guy who wrote uh, the lyrics for Like a Virgin. You know, it's funny. All these hit songs, they always have the. I really didn't think anybody was going to buy it. That's always the story. Like we just wrote a, a song and. Dang, he didn't say anything about Nile Rodgers, though. Yeah. And sure enough, he I'm looking at the credits. He did the song. He's the one that produced the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I would be talking more about myself, though. Because once you say Nile Rodgers, that's the question everybody's. How was it working with Nile Rodgers? <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the conversation. Dude, he's written so many hits. Yeah, that's like interviewing one of the Foo Fighters. What's it like working with Dave Grohl? No, quite. Dude, he, Nile Rodgers has written so many Hits that they have a different page in Wikipedia. I mean, like, if you want his discography, there's yeah. another page. That, and he said, that's just a sample. You know, <laughs> Dude, like, he's so good. And I never thought I would be dancing, like, like grooving. You know what I mean? Not dancing, not, not getting crazy. But I mean, you know, I was grooving and having fun listening to Material Girl cover song. It was good, dude. They played it all. It was really good. I dude, enjoyed the shit out of myself at that concert. He opened for the Jackson Five. That's wow. how he started. Wow. He's coming yeah, I gotta way. see it. No, I gotta see it. What, what, yes, you do. Yeah, I'm we'll telling you, bro. You gotta tell me the dates later. I will tell you the date. As a matter of fact, I have it. It's on your text. I sent it to you. Oh, you did. Send it I think it's like August 18th, maybe. I think it's a Thursday night. Dude. Catch yourself some Duran Duran, Steve. This is pl- Gee, D- okay, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I'm gonna have to hit up Simon LeBond and be like, look, dude, if I'm gonna come see you, there's a song that's gonna have to happen in his union of the snake. He's like, I've got it right in my pants. But it is, it's the highest song, though, probably. Mm. That's a high song. No, I would have to say uh, View to a Kill. Oh, you do like this. I don't even listen to that. No, no, no. The highest song. What are you talking about? The highest registering song? Or like no, a I high... said that's, that's the song that's going to be. Oh, I got you. Like a highly requested Steve yeah. song. Gotcha. Yes. Understood. Understood. I thought you meant his range. Nobody's going to. People love View to a Kill. They're not going to ask for Union of the Snake. Yeah. Deep cut. It's not, it's, it's not even it? really a deep cut, actually. I just don't know. Like, I don't go, yeah, well, they haven't played that one since uh, 87. You know, I don't know that much about you Duran put it Duran's on, life like, sets. You put it on the, 
I thought you only put the hits on that mix you gave me. So Union of the Snake in my brain is a big hit. It was a big hit. It was a video, the whole bit. Duran Duran videos. I'm surprised you don't remember that because I know you watched your share of MTV, yeah, especially are, in the 80s when it was like what Duran Duran, Journey, Madonna, like the, Prince. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but we were only waiting for uh, Beat It, Billie Jean. Like I would, I would just turn it off until like Michael came on. Mm, like I'd okay. switch to the other channels waiting for see Michael Jackson. Prince I wasn't even into. I wasn't even into Prince. Um, I know Pleasure Principle was around that time, but I used to watch that a lot where she danced on the chair and kick it over and crap but other than i didn't like i wasn't into prince at all i thought when Dubs i bet you you were a sheena easton guy <laughs> no. no 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 strut for you no i didn't get into prince's videos until uh you got the look i thought you got the look was amazing I with was like, sheena Whoa. easton by the way exactly well that's why when you brought out like the funny thing is i didn't get into it until i was like look at him wearing that little pink like robe thing that's kind of dope did prince write sugar walls for sheena easton because it sure seems like something he would write if it's if it's written by because you know what she's talking about right of course yeah there was an actual uh (laughs) there was a uh a series of discs called sugar walls one sugar walls two that we used to purchase Wait, out of some guy's trunk? Uh, I was like, sometimes we get it for, you know what I'm saying? At the old uh, swap meet, maybe? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, VHS up in this piece. And my share of those? Uh, Sheena Easton. I may or may not have owned one called Panty Raid that I just happened to come across one time. <laughs> oh, yeah, he wrote it. He yeah. wrote it as Alexander Nevermind. Alexander ne- What a... <laughs> God damn it. Seriously. <laughs> Alexander, never mind. You know what, though? That's okay. That's all right. He's written, dude. That's MCA <laughs> from the Beastie Boys used to, he had another name like that, too. It was Nathaniel Hornblower. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, by the way, I was heartbroken. I um, was talking to Maj, and he was just uh-huh. like, Yeah, I'm not into the Beastie Boys. I said, Hold on. See, you know how you do that thing? You're like, Oh, you silly child. Yeah. This is because this. That's I funny. Like, you had me there for a second. Exactly. I was like, Listen to this. I let him listen to uh, Paul Revere. He's like, Yeah, that's not good. Okay, well, here's your mistake. Paul Revere is the jam. It is the dopest. Okay, first of all, no one's ever done the reverse, the backwards. Thank you, that 808. He's like, it's not good. No, okay, you tell your son to go to hell. No offense. (laughs) No offense, Mosh. Go to hell. (laughs) That song is so good. You got to play him some Paul's Boutique. And then go oh, listen. Oh, yeah. That you, you just know listen to that out and tell him, listen to this album front to back. Then say that's something. That's the one. Because, you know, it's funny. I'm going to tell him, like, you know, Chuck D said that's the album he wished he would have made. He's like, he listened to it and said, damn. That's Paul's a- Boutique is like, uh, it's on a whole other level. And it is the best Beastie Boys album there is. And that's the one they worked on with uh, Dust Paul. Brothers. Yeah. Oh, no. I thought he was with Paul, um, DJ uh, Prince Paul. Well, no, this was, a, this was produced by the Dust Brothers for sure. They moved out to, because they used to live in New York and Brooklyn, and then they moved out to Hollywood just to record this album. I'm on it. I I haven't listened to the whole thing. Oh, my God. It's so good, dude. But I just automatically like the Beastie Boys. I guess the new generation. Considering what they like listening to, though, maybe I can understand it. Music is trash these days. I'm sorry. I know that's what older people say about like the new generation of music, but God damn it. I can't find, again, I've said this a million times. Music needs a hero, not even just rock and roll at this point. 
we just need some heroes. Where are our Michael Jacksons? Where are oh, our Madonnas? No. Where are our, you know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, because here's the thing. In order to have a Michael Jackson or a Madonna, you need a Nile Rodgers and a Quincy Jones. That's true. We do not have that. Where they're pulling in real musicians to yeah, do Yeah, I don't stuff. think Phineas is going to cut it as far as production No, goes. dude. No. And when you have people being like, I made a mistake on Thriller and Quincy was like, keep it. Because he just understood. He's like, no, no, no. That's actually good. It makes us feel human. We don't have producers like that. Logic corrects it for you. Logic Pro wants it to be exactly perfect. We just don't have that anymore. So unfortunately, we're not going to, I mean, look at who the second highest paid performer is. It's freaking Taylor Swift. No hate to Taylor. No hate to Taylor. But I mean, she got paid the most. And the only reason Rihanna beat her is because she has that, that Mac company or the, 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 um, Makeup company. What's Taylor's net worth? Dude, she's pushing. What is she like? You think she's in the billions? No. No, 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 no. She's probably like 500 million, 400 I bet million. you she's approaching a billion at this no point. No way. No way. Let's see. She's maybe. I'm always terrible at this, by the way. She's maybe 500 million. Taylor Swift net worth. Want to take a guess? I'm thinking 460. You're low. Five? You're low. Six? You're low. Seven. You're low, but you slow down. 750? 740. Yeah, she's 740 not mil. No, yeah. I know. I that's, know. That's Rihanna. nothing to. Uh, it's not nothing to sneeze at. I know yeah. Rihanna's, Rihanna's a bill ticket. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. Well, I don't understand that either. Smart business, man. That's where that is. That she understood I'm not going to be performing forever. So let me start a thing. And, dude. Turns out makeup sells well. Yeah. So it a, does. It was a market that no one would like, you know, there's brown makeup we could probably make. Boom. And boom. <laughs> boom. And it's amazing that, I mean, I don't know. I can't say it. Well, it's amazing that they waited that long to make that. But I mean, it kind of is. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's, like she's kind someone of didn't have this idea like a long time ago. Now, she's one of those, even if she wasn't famous. If she was just walking around, I'd be like, wow, she's a looker. Yeah. Like off, not even singing or anything. I just think she really just has a look. On the Super Bowl, she didn't even really look pregnant outside of just the baby bump. Just the belly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was very, I was like, you know, she's a pretty girl. My sister was like, yeah, kind of a thing that people know. (laughs) Like, not a bad looking woman. She's like, yeah. That's how you sell makeup. Six hours later, Steve's on his phone typing. Pregnant <laughs> porn. <laughs> Nine months pregnant porn. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it happens. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, I got a 18 minutes or so. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Well, we can make it short here. Uh, let's, you know, real quick. Uh, have you heard it? Just, just because it's us and it's, we've chosen this week to come back. Also, the Foo Fighters, people that we talk about all the time, they came back with a new album. Have you heard it? Okay. So, number one, I heard about their new drummer. Mm-hmm. Mad disappointed. Why? Okay. Mad disappointed. Okay, why? Because they chose who you would choose. He's a. F- Have you heard this man play? I'm not saying that. I'm saying he chose who you would choose, anyone would choose. Who did you think they should have chosen? Someone, Don't say Travis Barker. No, someone who 
Um, perhaps is well, they got to be James Gunn and pull out a you know a little known person. Yes, like someone is like okay. They weren't a person. They weren't someone famous before this. We actually want someone that we mold into a Foo Fighters drummer, not someone who could just mimic everything Taylor Hawkins did. Yeah, that's he's what not, he's going to He's do. not just a mimicker, though. But this dude is, dude. I don't think you're giving Josh. I've heard. Oh, credit. I know. He, no, no, no. I look because I, I never. When they said his name, I was like, I know he's a drummer. I know he's a good drummer. I looked up YouTube because I'm like, yeah, that's exactly who you would pick. He's a great. Hey. Got an empty spot for a band member. A really good drummer is necessary. He's who you pick. Yeah, he's kind of like the Matt Sorum. Matt Sorum in the '90s. He was a. He used to play with Guns and Roses, and he was one of those session guys, professional drummers so that why? would just play yeah, with everyone. That's what I'm saying. Why? Because I think that it's a matter of chemistry, Steve. Maybe they know him, and he's like a they friend. know him from yeah. There's pictures of him and Taylor Hawkins like hanging out together and stuff like that. They're friends, yeah, so dude. they have the history, they have yeah. the chemistry. Yeah, and they're about the same age. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and he's fucking. Am- and I'm gonna go ahead and say it. He's better than Taylor Hawkins. That's, that's I love Taylor Hawkins, but I loved Taylor Hawkins. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm saying. The thing but is, but this dude is far beyond. The better. reason I liked Taylor Hawkins is because there was a point where I listened. I forgot what song I heard, but I said, "Wow, that sounds like Taylor Hawkins drumming." He he plays like Taylor Hawkins, and I looked it up. Sure enough, it was Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, I don't think I could do that with this guy. I think he is just a thing that they plug in, where he can sound like anything. Maybe because this dude, like that. this dude can literally play anything. I mean, he's I don't. With, I want to be able to. He's listen played to with it. everybody from suicidal tendencies to like Sting. See, that's. What, I want to be able to listen and be like, oh, I know who's playing, because they're so unique. Oh, yeah, that's a style. I mind you, I can't do that every time with him. No way. I just found it very interesting to be like, wow, how random is that? That I knew that that was who played. How random? Because I could never do that with Taylor Hawkins again. But how random? I was like, oh, that sounds like him. That's pretty. I don't think I could do that with this guy. But all of the clips where him he's doing like a drum, he sounds really good. He's, As a session drummer should. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Sure. Put I the understand notes on where the you're page and do it, robot. I, on the other hand, feel he's a good fit. Again, okay. I've given my reasons. Totally fit. The history, the chemistry, they're the same age. And I, okay. I think they play well together. In fact, I think he makes Foo Fighters. I'm going to, you know, he hasn't actually recorded with them yet. He's just been touring with them uh-huh. and uh, they did, but I did watch them play. They had this thing that came out. It was like a free live stream that came out last weekend. That was called uh, uh, like Foo Fighters rehearsing music for concerts or something. It's just yeah. them in a room. That's when they introduced him as their new drummer. Yeah. And they played several songs off the new album and some old ones too. And I got to tell you, he makes them a heavier band. Okay. Like they really fucking crunched it up a lot with this. So I like what I'm hearing. How's the new album? It's good. It's very good, but it's uh, definitely an emotional journey. You know what I mean? Like, oh, cool. Like this album is all about catharsis, and 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 these lyrics are fucking. They're kind of brutal sometimes. You know what I mean? You would recommend me listening to it? I think you'll like it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, right. it's called "But Here We Are," and he's already got three. The Foo Fighters already have three songs out that are like singles already. So they've got uh, "Rescued." You haven't heard any of these new ones yet? None of them. "Rescued" is very good. Um. What's the one uh, under you? It's actually written about Taylor and that one's very poppy. Kind of like one of their more, you know how Foo Fighters can go from that. Like the, the rock blues, not blues. Yes. But yes. More like a, like a pop rock, I guess uh-huh. you could call it. That song's very pop rock, but it's, it's good. It's, it's like, it's got a good hook and everything like that. And I like it. Uh, but then 
they do this song called, uh, I haven't remembered all the names of them yet, but um, Show Me How. And Show Me How is down the line a little bit. It's towards the end of the album. And uh, Dave Grohl does a duet with his daughter on this one. And they are singing. I did not know this, Steve. I did not know this. Sorry, I had to go into a little bit of the (laughs) Carson there for a second. No, but I didn't know that uh, that same year, last year, when Taylor Hawkins died, not, what, three, four months later, uh, his mom died, dude. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know his mom. Passed. I didn't know that either. I just found that oh, that's out. So, so this, sad. Uh, I know. So like, but thing, you know, like if I lost my best friend and my mom, there's no fucking way I'm going to go put out an Not album. A that's a good album at that in a year. Not a chance. I don't know how the hell he did it, but he's, they've done it. I mean, he plays the drums on this album. It's uh, you can tell the difference. You can tell when Dave is playing versus the Taylor, but uh, it's good. It's just, it's, um, it's emotional. You know what I'm saying? Of course. But the, I think that his daughter, Violet Girl, she sings really well. She's kind of breathy. Uh, I wouldn't say breathy like, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's, oh, Jesus. Not Billie Eilish kind of breathy, but she's just kind of got that. You it's know, the that young, style now. That style, yes. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she does a very good duet with them, and they're singing about, like, you know, they're singing to grandma, basically, on this one. I will, t- I will check it out. It's I'll a good give album. It a shot. I think you should check it out, Steve. I will do that. I will hey. Do that. You know who's not going to be checking out anything anytime soon? What? Danny Masterson. He can be checking out some jail, some jail that cell. That dude is going to pre-song. 30 plus years, up to 30. Actually, it's up to 30 to life. Right I don't now. think they're going to give him that full. I don't think he'll get all of that, no. But I do think he might get into the 20s. He will definitely get in the 20s. He'll get in the 20s for sure. Yeah. But Masterson is donezo. They got two, was it two or three counts of rape? That dude raped people. Yeah, he raped people in the Scientology way. And the weird thing is, if Scientology can't get you off, I mean, what are you going to do? Apparently, Scientology got him off a whole bunch. <laughs> and you set me up for that one. Well, I did. I Thank did you. Soon. I, stopped. You know, I was like, what is that? Is that low-hanging no, fruit? It, Give me it some. It was for sure. It was for sure. I, I just, know. I couldn't do anything with it. I was like, oh, I hear you. Hey, listen, real quick. I know you, you got a game that we should probably play. Oh, but, yes. But I'm going to ask you something real fast. Yes. We don't even need to talk about it right now. Did you happen to catch Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? No. You know what? Let's save that for another day. Okay. I'm going to watch it tonight. I did watch the Ted Lasso. Okay. What'd you think? Okay. People, listen, listen. Can Ted Lasso retire, season three finale. Can we retire the, or I'm old, or I'm old, but can we retire the not wrapping things up? Tell me exactly what happens. With everyone? Every single person. See, that was my biggest problem with this episode. It was like, because it felt like this was coming to an end. Yes. You know what I mean? At least this story arc, the Ted Lasso story Absolutely. arc was coming to an end. I think they were abundantly clear about that. But season three did something that the other two seasons didn't. And I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing, but it kind of affected the finale. And it's that let's give everyone a story arc. Yes. In the season. Every so single person. Wrap everyone up then. They did not do that. And they- I was, I felt there's a little bit of discontent. That I felt with that. You know what I mean? Like, I that, thought it was it, it was good. It was fine. It wasn't great. It was fine. They didn't even tell you what happened with Ted. Is he with his wife? We don't know. Th- that's what I don't like. He's dude. coaching his, I guess they're, they're, he's coaching his son's soccer sure. team. Yes. And uh, they're on good terms. But I did kind of get the impression that they were working towards getting back together again. Because oh, when they're watching that last game. Absolutely. I hate that. And the, 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 her what was it? His wife's yeah. boyfriend. 
kind was of like not into it, looking at his phone. He kind of kept working his way further back into the Absolutely. which we all sometimes do, depending on what our girl is doing. Yeah, yeah. But it made sense. I, I understood yeah. what they were getting at. But I just didn't. I don't know, man. I I thought everything was going to be even the wrap up for everyone else being like now they're happy uh, having lunch in someone. I'm like, okay, fine. And then uh, you know who got fucked in this? Leslie. Who's Leslie? What happened? What's his story? Who's Leslie? Oh yeah, the bass the, um, playing extraordinaire. Yeah, dude. I think he was really playing. By the way, no, I, I think he at, was too. Yeah, I was looking but, at his but fingers. Like, I was like, I think he's really. Playing. But there was no, I, unless I missed it, there was no closure was with him. Not. He was just gone. He was just gone. And then, like, they did that psychologist dirty, too. Well, she was. Let's put her in everybody. the whole season two where she's like, they keep coming back to her. Uh-huh. And then let's just sit her in a room at the finale and she can just cheer at the screen. And, and are we to assume that Homegirl didn't get with either dude? Yeah. With, with rightfully so. They are I acting think- like assholes. But then they're all on good terms, which we is. Decided fine. We decided we were going to let you pick. <laughs> she's like, oh, Slam. so I get to pick. Yeah, slam. Oh, but Hannah, man. Oh, Hannah. I thought she was going to end up with African dude. Oh, Hannah Waddingham. She's bad, ain't she? Good Lord, she's a baddie, bro. That is just so much woman, and I love every inch of it. (laughs) Well, we all know that another lasso's coming with the women's team, though, probably. We'll be watching watching Ted Lasso, and every episode, I'm like, man, she really... And she's like, Gil's like, yeah, I know. She's fucking pretty. I know. That's a whole lot. I know a whole lot of women and she's fucking, I get it. I get well, every here, fucking episode. See, here's Belle though. Like if, if I say someone is beautiful, that look like, that's her thing with Cheryl Crow. It's that she looks nothing like her. Cheryl Crow looks like Sarah Jessica Parker now. And the thing is, she's like, why? So why do you even like, if, if I don't look anything like, like, no, it's different. It's not like I like one sort. I only like this. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I when I go to buffet, I only eat one thing <laughs> until I'm full. But Hannah's bad, dude. Dude, she is a baddie. I wouldn't mind seeing her. I, I wouldn't mind another. I wouldn't mind. A, but once they said $2 billion, I thought she should have sold that piece. You know, one would think. <laughs> but if you got a cool billion, still. Like, she didn't, like, uh, screw herself. No, you know what I mean? No, no, She no. sold 49% of that. So she still had over a bill. And, and do, am I bugging or was there a look between uh, Hannah and Ted Lasso? Like what could have been? No, you know, I never really got that. And I think um, we talked about that when we were on it. By the way, we were on episode 100 of Ooh Electric Shock. In case you guys yes, ever, in case yes. you missed us. Yes. We were on that. And when we were on that, we did talk a little bit about Ted Lasso. But um, no, man, I, I think I think that they uh, they were kind of like giving us a little bit of a nod to the whole Ted Lasso romance thing, because I think a lot of people wanted that, but they did not want that. So I think that's where they came in with the opening scene where he comes into the uh, kitchen. Yeah. What was, okay. I was what like, Oh, we to, what are we to assume? They said, it said that their power went out in their building. Yeah. But so they all slept there. I guess that's the story that they're telling. And were none of them shared a room? Guess not. Especially Bro. with beard. Bro. Beard came out in the Speedo. Gee, and he's like, don't go into that other room. I'm like, come on, man. What are we doing? He's like, those ropes aren't toys. <laughs> but it was a di- all in all, the arc of the story was good enough. I really like the, I would recommend anyone's, it was a far better ending than Game of Thrones. Yes. Way better Semi-satisfying, ending. Semi-satisfying, though, for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. You know, I, um, yes. 
I do think that they're going to end up coming back. I mean, I think that's another thing that they put in there was when he said, uh, I recommend changing the title. It wasn't about me. It never was. I love that. I think he's saying that directly to the show. I, You know what? I didn't think about that. That's so good. That's true. And I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they make a movie of some sort or we just see, you know, maybe we follow Ted. Because I do believe that that breakup, mm-hmm. probably the breakup between him in real life with Olivia. Wild. Wild. I do believe that changed. It has to change the way you approach your art. You know what I'm saying? I believe that this season might have been different without that. Maybe. Who knows? Was it me or was he pretty much pulled back the entire season? It seems like it. Right? And I think, well, he had to be because, again, they gave everyone and their mom a story arc. And he was mad heartbroken over that. In real life, he was mad heartbroken, Jay. Like, it was sad to see. And so um, I wouldn't be surprised if it affected his art for sure. I wonder how Harry and Olivia are doing these days. I don't think they're together anymore. No. All that hullabaloo for nothing. Dude, but the thing is, she strikes me as the type to be like, what is monogamy? You know, we're all kind of free. She strikes me as that person. (laughs) Listen, I'm going to cut it short because I want to play this game, but I'm going to say one more thing. Saw Evil Dead Rise. Loved it. So great. That's all I'm saying is I loved it. Yes. One of the best title cards ever in a fucking movie. For sure. For sure. Was so fucking dope. Loved it. And I can't wait to see as many Evil Dead movies. as I I I feel like it's reborn. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. So bring it on. I don't really need to have the Bruce Campbell aspect to it anymore. I, you know, we didn't have it on the remake and I think that we don't really need that anymore. I get it. Some people love Bruce and they want to put him in everything, but I just think that this is like they did. This movie was perfect to me. It was in the fact that I I do believe both Bruce, like Bruce Campbell produced it and he loved it. Yeah, he should, because it's a great fucking movie. I thought Stephen King said he loved it, too. I I highly regret not seeing it in a theater. I know people told me, including you, to go see it in the movie theater. I did not go see it in the movie theater, and I regret it. It was disturbing. Because there was this one scene where there's an eyeball being crunched, and I feel like that would have been great in Dolby uh, Atmos. There were a lot of faces being shielded in that theater, especially with a cheese grater moment. Oh, dude, yeah. The whole crowd was like, don't. The whole crowd was like, don't do this. That movie struck me to the core a little bit because Uh I have a thing about looking out windows and looking through the peephole. Oh, yes. And that peephole shit was scary as fuck. Oh, yes. You know know what it reminded me of? I remember the first, I think the first peephole sequence I saw was in, remember that Mark Wahlberg movie where he was a stalker? Oh, yeah. He was like, so let me in the house. I was like, Reese Witherspoon, too, right? Fear. I think it was called Fear. There we go, Fear. He's like, so let me in the house. Through the people. I was like, oh, wow, he's he's doing it. Hey, you going to let me in the house? (laughs) Let me in the house, all right? Hey, goat. (laughs) Hey, goat. Hey, victim. What are you doing there? You being a victim? Dude, he's such a bad actor. He really is. He really is. All right, and then uh, also, I just want to say real quick, and then I, I hope we have time to play this game. I really do. But if not, I understand because I'm babbling over here. But I'm just going to say, Steve, I know you signed off a long time ago, and I don't blame you. Season two, not great. Season three of Dave, I knew you fucking fantastic. That. Not going to do it, bro. Fucking fantastic season. I, I'll Dave. take your word. He's just you can. That's me. okay. He's and annoying. if some of you are on the fence, Kevin out there, my man, Kevin, I know you. you I, we had a conversation early on. He's like, no, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And I don't blame you because season two was that bad. Season three, phenomenal. And if anything, Steve, do me a favor and just watch the finale of season three. Brad Pitt's in it. That's all I'm going to say. It's fucking great. Just watch that. That's all I'm asking. 
you just go, you know, I kind of assume I know everything else that's going on. But if you watch that last, anyone out there that's a Dave fan, you know what I'm talking about. That finale was fucking dope. I loved it. It was one of my favorite episodes of Dave, period. I will give it a try. All right. Thank you, Steve. Now, do we have time for a game before we go? We do have a yes, time for a game. Yes, yes, yes. I think you guys remember Band Smasher. Band Smasher. It's, um, I'm going to give Dan, uh-oh, uh-oh. What did, did it say anything on your side? Uh, hold on. Let me see. Oh, no, no. It's I don't. No, I'm good. Okay, good. Same with me. All I right. know all paranoid and shit. Dude. Um, hey, it wouldn't be the first time Riverside jacked us. Gee, listen. Um, so I give Dan a clue, and it will be a clue of, say, this. Uh, you have to beat it to whatever. It'll be Michael Jackson Brown. So I would give him a Jackson Brown song and a Michael Jackson Brown and Michael Jackson song, and he has to figure out how they match. Got you it. You guys got it? All right, here we go. It's going to be, okay, this first one is going to clue you in on if you're going to get any of them, okay? Okay. All right. This is the result of a, me- uh, of, of a meeting of a certain Duran Duran hit with Jordan Belfort. Okay. Jordan Belfort being of Wolf of uh-huh. Wall Street. Uh-huh. And a certain Duran Duran hit. Oh, duh. Uh, <laughs> Hungry like the Wolf of Wall Street. There we go. There we go. Band smasher. One out of, okay, out of six. So far, you're good. All right. I just had to get my brain, there you we know, go. properly lubricated for this game. Here we go. I've got Carolina on my mind, so give it to me, baby. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> hold on a second. Uh, say that one more time because I know both. I just have to I say it correctly. I got Carolina on my mind, uh-huh. so give it to me, baby. That'd be Rick James Taylor. Band smash. Two out of six. All right. I like this, this game. This is the result of a fateful meeting of a famous jazz-styled singer, famous for his moonlighting theme, and a childhood song about sailing the open waters. Oh, uh, okay. If I'm not mistaken, Al Jarreau sang that song, uh-huh. Moonlighting. What's the other clue? And a childhood song about sailing the open waters. Uh, Alger- oh God, sailing the open waters—a uh-huh. childhood song. Uh huh. We all sung it. You're not thinking sailing, sailing, nope. huh? Tell me when you get. It's it. gonna be some easy shit that it I'm not. Surely thinking about will. Right now. Oh my God. <laughs> so, uh, let me think of songs. Uh, row, row, row your boat. Alger, row, row your boat. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? It is it. Band smash out. We got it. Out your row your boat. Very good. Stupid. There we go. Oh, Heroes of Noise is back, ladies and gentlemen. I was caught up in the rapture of this Jerry Rafferty hit. Anita Baker Street. Band smash all right, Queen's frontman would have loved this famous Earth, Wind, and Fire ballad. Ooh, okay, hold up. Uh, 
okay, well, obviously Freddie Mercury. I can't think of ballads right now of Earth, Wind, and Fire except for reasons. Freddie. I think I'm going to fail this one, Steve. Can I look and see what this, what some of the songs are for no, Earth, Wind, and Fire? Nope. Fuck. Okay, I won't. I promise. I just put my phone down if you heard it. Um, can I have a hint on the song? Um, you know the song well. Yeah, in your body. Not that one. Uh, what was it again? Who was the first person? Queen's frontman. Freddie. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> it's coming. God damn it. I just lost the song. Uh, oh, I might have to forfeit this one, Steve. You're right there. Freddie, Freddie Mercury reasons. Freddie Mercury reasons. It was why, reasons. Why, how didn't you get, you were around like, well, he's going to get it. I don't know. I think it's because, <laughs> I don't know. I think because you, could you combined Mercury and reasons. That's Al Jarro Since you got Al Jarro like, you're, oh, you're right. You're right. I don't know why reasons. I didn't get that one. Shame on me. Shame right, on me. This last one. I'm Band very smasher. curious if you get it. Here we go. Okay. Okay. This famous sh- lead singer of Chicago would have loved this early 2000s porn star. Now I got to go into my porn knowledge. Uh Uh-huh. Peter Cetera. Peter Cetera. (laughs) Um, Oh, God. What's her fucking name? Tara. Come on, Dan. Tara. um, (laughs) You're on it. You're right there, dude. Oh my God. Tara, Tara. Why do I not? I can see her. <laughs> I know you can. She has black hair, right? It sure does. Uh, oh my God. What the fuck? Uh, I know she was married to uh, something Seinfeld. Come um, on, G. The guy from Biohazard. Tara's. Fuck. <laughs> you know they're naming what I'm trying to remember, bro. <laughs> um, Tara, uh, okay, okay, okay. Read the clue to me one more time. All right. This famous lead singer of Chicago would uh-huh. have loved this early 2000s Tara. porn th- star. Tara, 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 Is it Tara Patrick? Tara Patrick. Peter Tara Patrick? That's it. Ben Smasher. Five out of six. Good job, dude. Not too bad, right? No, you killed it. I had it. trouble re- remembering her fucking name, man. But you should have gotten Freddie Mercury reasons, dude. I know. That was that was sad. That would have been a perfect score. Whatever happened to Tara Patrick? Uh, I, th- I, I know she's doing well, because I heard her on an interview a while back, and she's doing perfectly fine. Good for her. And she does not regret what she used to do. She's like, I get fans all the time coming up and be like, oh, my gosh. And she's like, yeah. It's- Did she kind of go like how uh, Mia Khalifa is now? No, she doesn't. Re- she doesn't do it like she's not like mad because she's. I, I know Mia is back. Doing adult. Uh huh. Oh, I, I. Yeah, she. Is- oh, I, I'll have no interest in that. So, but I'm. <laughs> I'm sure someone will. <laughs> no, she's back because she's like, ah, uh, skip it. You can't because she's like, once you do it once, you can't run away from it anymore. Because they'll all it lives on the internet forever. So she's like, screw it. She can't get a normal job. A few people try to get like normal waitressing jobs, but people immediately recognize them. <laughs> They're like, oh, hey, you I guys know. got sausage here? I exactly. bet you do. 
and they're like, can I get a couple of milkshakes? (laughs) And then I guess the managers will be like, well, you screw for for money. So why don't we, you know, I'll give you this job if you do this. You're like, oh, I can't get away from this. So, yep. Tara Price is doing well. Good for her, man. Good and good for Mia Khalifa, by the way. And, 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 by, and in that sense, a good for all of us. And good for you for doing so well on the freaking sh- the um, uh, quiz, G. The old quiz of Band Smasher. Steve, I love that quiz, man. And, I you know, I really that. wish that I could do games like you do because I, like, I spent all week trying to think of something. And I just suck at that, man. I don't know what it is. That's just your thing. Dude, that's not. You do fine, G. It's all you. No, it's, it's, it's a fear. It's like once you get a game in your brain, you do fine. Uh, what's this on my phone here hi dan this is sarah from blah blah any chance you would be able to work tonight midnight to 4 a.m wrong again buddy (laughs) wrong is that from wrong 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 (laughs) no oh they don't call you staffing doesn't call you you know what they can't i put i told them not to call me smart well then i go how far out can i like extend that to where you don't call me and uh her name's christina she's like i don't know uh, july okay i said okay i will call you july 1st and then re-extend it for however long i don't want to work anymore you know we're really shorthanded too everyone's making me feel like an asshole because don't pick up oh i don't care i do not care because I, i i love these people that i work with but i'm not this the fucking guy that's like doing magic to make them say yes to everything that the management excuse me the managers want you know what i'm saying no dude and also and we're like, shorthanded and it's like i'm sorry if our eight this is complete like you know off mic shit yeah. but our our hr department waits six months to hire somebody six fucking months that's, that's not my fault and if i was a manager i'd be like hey you need to speed this up we're hurting but they I, don't do that either i so wouldn't be surprised like, if your girl ends up working in there g I hope. I really hope. I really hope so. But we'll she's see. working. She's doing her thing, man. She did. She's good she people. She's smart. We need her. But anyway. Anyway, that's what a great thing, show, bro. dude. Hey, man, I'm just glad to be back, dude. I, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, when we're going to do another one. That's the soon. thing. Soon. soon. We'll say soon. Because I have another I have another quiz ready. Yeah. And, I, you know, I had all these emails for you, Steve, and these voicemails that people wrote in. Next time for sure. Next time for sure. Well, I mean, it kind of, okay. I mean, it really doesn't matter now. I don't want to say that it doesn't matter because of course your feelings matter. What I'm saying is a lot of these were like, they were coming from the, Hey, uh, if you did one show every once in a while, we'd be grateful for it. Well, I, uh, the goal is to do more because, um, I think you're, uh, I really, I really love the quizzes and hearing you do impersonations. You really need to start recording them. I I just love this. I love this show. I love this community. I love you, Steve. I love fucking being back with Heroes of Noise. It's again. always, dude. It's a fantastic. It was a fantastic show today, G. I love it. Thank you. Hey, I'm going to read one email to you, okay. and then we'll go. Okay. Go I am not going to give the name of this person because, uh, well, for obvious reasons, I won't give the name of this person, and I did not ask them. Uh, I'm going to keep it, you know, impersonal, of course. Okay. But I'm going to read some things here, and I think that it's important, Steve. Okay. So, <clears throat> regarding the future of HON, hi Dan and Steve, so and so here. I just got finished listening to the Patreon release and I wanted to, <clears throat> excuse me, I wanted to get this into you guys as soon as possible because I can hear how much it means to you. I'll preface this by admitting my general discomfort with anything emotional or with sharing, talking about some of the more delicate aspects of my personal life. I don't often respond in an emotionally intelligent manner and it has a tendency to come off as cold or dishonest. That being said, I'd like to talk about how you guys and this creation you brought into the world has affected my life. For as long as I can remember, I've had a void within myself where confidence should be normal, excuse me, should normally be. 
Coming into my formative teen years, this manifested itself into a blinding self-hatred that led me to become an extremely violent and angry person, and then into putting myself into fight situations that would often result in my own self-harm. I didn't break 5'4 until grade 12. I found an outlet for this violence through combat sports, and I'll leave a few things out, and generally became a more centered person uh, through adopting uh, Tao Zen anger management techniques, but that void didn't go away. Then, coming into university, I undertook a job that required me to maintain a fitness standard that came along with bi-weekly weigh-ins, the failure of which would result in my termination. This led to an eating disorder that I've lived with ever since and have, I've got to make sure I keep everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and has resulted in periods of nutrition-deprived hospitalization. Jeez. Now, when you guys hear me stopping, I'm just leaving out key things Absolutely. Here, okay? uh, let's see where I was at here. This led to an eating disorder that I've lived with ever since and has resulted in periods of nutrition-deprived hospitalization, a stimulant addiction that I've since kicked, and a series of -of end-of-life attempts. During one of my medical holds, I started getting really into the world of podcasts because they allowed me to spend time with voices and stories that I had no expectations, that had no expectations from me. I also happened upon a beaten-up issue of Preacher, gone to Texas. Hey! That a previous resident had left behind. Oh, sorry. That a previous, I, I'm really trying not to yes, like, no you doubt, know what I'm no saying? Doubt, no so I, I really do apologize about the way I'm reading this. I'm just making sure I'm keeping things nice and confidential. Um, this combined with an offhanded Facebook group post mentioning the word led me to you too. Something in the way you guys spoke and bounced off each other hit me right. Like sitting in the corner of a good coffee shop, overhearing the conversation from two tables over. This chance listen cascaded into following you guys at ground floor of HON and its its subsequent group. You became a constant in my life, likely only rivaled by my something obsession as a touch point that I could rely upon when I allowed to, I'm so sorry, as a touch point that I could rely upon when I allowed the rest of my life to fall into the spiral of my body dysmorphia. The fact that I was able to connect with you guys and build a sense of community and rapport only solidified this touch point and has carried through to date. At this point, you guys could never release another episode and you would have had a profound impact on my life, something that I could never repay. That being said, I would love it if you guys continued to share yourselves with us at any schedule that fits into your own lives. I think everyone or anyone who matters anyhow will understand if this chapter that you guys are prepared to close in your lives. However, I expect that my hope for its continuation is one shared by many, if not all. You don't owe me or any of us, anything more than whatever makes you guys able to live the happiest, most fulfilled lives you would rightly deserve. You'll occupy a place in my mind and heart, whatever decision you make. Be well. Somebody. Jeez Louise, dude. Hmm? Wow, dog. Uh, you know Never who you before. are. You Never. know who you are, and thank you very much for those words. I've been sitting on that for months, and uh, thank you. It, it really means beautiful. the world to me. That is beautiful. For real, like, like for wow. real. I had to get that one. That is the, uh, the one that is, uh, the one written one that I had. And I've got a, a several voicemails. Wow. But uh, yeah, that one really touched me like sincerely. And I hope that I haven't Thank faux pas. Thank you so much. Yeah. I hope I haven't faux pas by reading that. And I think that I kept it fairly confidential. So absolutely. I mean, uh, Steve, of course, I'll let you know who we're talking about once we end the show. Uh, I think I know. Okay. okay. I think I know, but I may oh. not, but either way, I, Regardless of who it is, you know we love you. You know I love you, and because uh, there's only a few people that would open up that are close to us like that. And uh, if you 
know who I already know. Uh, you know who you are, and you know I love you. So I love leave it at that. We just called to say we love you. You know what I'm saying? The worst Stevie Wonder song in the world. Isn't it terrible? But that, that seriously, you know what? That email was beautiful, it's and beautiful. it really did touch me. And like I said, I've been sitting on it for a while now, and I had to make sure that I'm glad you didn't. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to. Hear, I'm really glad that I waited till now to hear it. Oh, there's some beautiful ones, man. But, you know, um, we can next always time. get to those later. Oh, no, next time for sure. Yeah. And a little update, uh, just in case you guys are wondering, Patreon is still like just not really happening. It's there. Um, it's not dead. It's just not happening. And you're not getting billed. And I don't know if you're ever going to get billed again or if we'll ever do another Patreon. I'm just happy that we're back in your Absolutely. ears right now. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So with that, everyone have a fantastic week. We'll see you soon. We will. I promise. Soon. Don't promise. know Promise. Just soon. It's a goddamn promise, ladies and gentlemen, from your boys over here at Heroes of Noise. Steve, you want to take us out? Hey, guys. As normal, I love you guys so much. Thank you for, uh, uh, you know, being there and supportive during my furlough, or not furlough, what would I say? Foray. Foray, foray into uh, interesting studies. I appreciate you guys have been, everyone knows who, you know, I am me and said, hey, keep going, keep doing your thing, keep studying and gave me ideas on how to study, you know, the different ways to meditate before studying and uh, little hacks actually did work. So thank you so very much. I love y'all. And the next voice you're going to be hearing is Dan the Man. That's right. He's not lying. It's me. Hi, everyone. Hey, I also, just to kind of piggyback off that, I also wanted to thank all of the wonderful people that reached out to me. Um, Obviously, this was kind of hard on me. I did not want to get rid of the show. I just think it's something, it's a nice outlet, if not just for us to sit and bullshit with each other. And you guys like to listen to it. So I really wasn't ready to give that up. But thanks to everyone who reached out, um, went for walks with me, uh, you know, like, like hit me up, email, text, all kinds of shit. And just said so many kind things and really expressed their love for this show. It means the fucking world to us. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, other than that, Steve, I think that's it. Other than congratulations to Mia Khalifa for coming back. Yes, um, I, yes. I may or may not be uh, perusing your catalog and I'll leave it at that. Uh, you, know? No, you can just, uh, well, don't hit me up. It'd be, it'd be a bad situation. Anyway, my name is Dan Ramirez. That's Steve Hudson. And Believe it or not, we are the heroes of noise and we're back in your motherfucking ears. We will talk to you next time. People, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. (laughs) 